Hello, and welcome to the Arch Elliott Podcast. We get started with the year 2004 and maybe the highest grossing films of that year. And actually, okay, uh, I think this is, I'm not sure, is this domestically or, or worldwide? Oh, okay, yeah, I see it. Worldwide. And surprisingly, Shrek 2 is number one. Yeah, that did really well. I actually like that one the best of all of them. Hey guys, was I yes, invited? Colin, I, it's it's in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Colin, it's he in the Discord. Me. It's in the Discord chat. Do Hi, Chris. Yeah, I, I I wrote you and and Simon, and Simon responded with like a little funny meme, and oh, it's never... because he's got a new. Uh... Does he have another? I can't. Yeah. Oh uh, crap. Uh... Well, hold on. I didn't know that. Where in the world am I? What's how in the world did you don't I miss know how to this? Work Discord, do you? Well, I didn't realize. Okay, do you know which one it is, Simon? Yeah, I'll send it to. Okay, let me send you the. Oh, you've got the. Yeah, you've got the link. Well, sorry about that, Colin. I didn't realize. Sorry. Um, I'll I'll make another group message with with both you guys. So in the future, uh, um, Simon's going to send you the um. The link to your to your thing. Okay, well, I've lost count of how many accounts Colin has made like on Discord, <laughs> like three or four, maybe. Um, yeah, I was gonna say about Shrek Two. It's still weird. I have not like sat down to watch the first one all the way still to this day. To be honest, really, I thought you. Yeah, I skipped. Seen... I skimmed around. You know, like I got the gist, but never yeah. once sat down. Shrek 2 was the only one I actually watched all the way. And funny story, so that was actually my first movie I went to go see in the movie theaters. And I was uh, freaked out because it was a different place, you know. And uh, would it be, what, almost uh, 10, 11, 15 years? Are you talking about when you started to work at the theater? Yeah, pretty much. You started I, that in was my first year I went to, and then years later yeah. I would be working there. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. It was under different yeah. management, and the, the seats time. were completely different. It it wasn't it wasn't Cinemark at the time. It feels like yesterday when we were sitting there just watching. I was mostly scared most of the time until like maybe the half point where that uh, big uh, gingerbread cookie oh. was like marching <laughs> yeah. around. Been a while since I've seen it. I remember that. Yeah, that, and then oh yeah, Puss and Boots. Puss and Boots. Yeah, I remember uh, him. And then he I was... remember they were having that fight in the um, what was it? It was some sort of like factory, and there was like these um elves or something shooting arrows at them. I remember that. Were they elves or gnomes? They just had those ears that looked like elves. I I don't know. Maybe I don't even were... remember that scene. Well, yeah, that movie was funny. It was funny. I I really enjoyed it. I I liked. So there were all these like double meanings, and <laughs> so, some of the things that they said. And of course, Puss in Boots was was funny. I thought Antonio Banderas did a really good job. Oh, Derek is here. Woo! 
Hey, Derek. Hey, what's up? Hey, we just got started. We were talking about Shrek 2. <laughs> My first movie experience in the theater. How, are you at your are, are you at your new place now or are you back at your old place right now? I'm at my old place right now, and they're doing oh, okay. uh, remodel housework stuff. So um, if I have to abruptly go, it may happen because he's still working on it. So just a heads up. I may have to okay, pop out. Okay, no problem. Then... Yeah, if, if you have to uh, if you have to dip, that's fine. No worries yeah. at all. Good to have you. What was I saying? Something about like how We were talking about Trek 2. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I know there was double meaning and stuff, but just that series in general was just kind of just funny, making either fun of itself and then old, what, tales from back then, like Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the gingerbread, <laughs> gingerbread man. Yeah, it was, I don't, that was, it's, it still feels like yesterday when, when we went to go see it for the first time. It's, God, it's hard to believe it's been that long. 2004. Yeah. That was that, at the time. I remember it was the year before that I had gone to see Terminator 3. Yeah. At that same theater. That was when I first started to go to, because also this year I went to go see Spider-Man 2. Oh, by myself. There was nobody to watch it with me. You were you too young. Oh. No, you were too young. I felt like you were too young. Yeah, probably a smart move. Because I know that scene in in the hospital was pretty disturbing. Oh yeah, it was when they were operating on him. I know, right, Chris? No, no. <laughs> Terrible. Well, see, Man, when right? I started working at the theater, that would have been what? Maybe close to 14, 15 years, maybe. What do you mean? Ago? Yeah, oh. well, when I started. Yeah, you started in seventeen. Late seventeen. It's crazy. Yeah, Shrek two. I do think maybe well. I don't know. I haven't watched the first one all the way, so I can't say. I just, I always remember I liked the second one. That's my favorite, too. Um, Harry Potter is number two, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. I think that was probably the shortest of all the Harry Potter movies. You think? I believe it was. And that was a movie where it felt like it was starting to get kind of you know, dark. dark on the dark side. Yeah, it was. And it was after I saw that, that I started to listen to the books and I, I got oh. so obsessed. Yeah. With, I remember you Harry were Potter. Oh it. my gosh. I just looked something about him drew me right in. I, I can't explain it, yeah, I mean, but I like Simon, it. Simon has nothing to say about that because yeah, he's a Harry Potter. Snob. Well, it is actually one of the ones I would have watched had I got into it. Really? One of the ones that tempted me to watch it because it was directed by Alfonso Cuarón. So, yeah, it was. That's right. It was actually really good. It was. Um, it involved time travel. I guess Derek had to. I guess Derek had construct yeah. stuff. If, if he if he can make it back at, you know, whatever. Um, it involved time travel stuff, and mm -hmm. werewolves. Oh yeah. And that that was when we first saw Sirius Black. Oh, there he is again. <laughs> okay. That was. Mm -hmm. I had to go because um, it wasn't letting me have, I couldn't hear anything. So I had to leave and then oh. come uh -oh. back. And now I can oh, okay. hear everybody perfect. So. Oh, good. Okay, good. Glad you got it sorted. We, we were talking about Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. It also had to uh, do with the, the um, a guy that was a rat, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> yeah. And Gary Oldman. I was I was saying we were, we were first introduced to Gary Oldman. In this one. Yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban, yeah. And that was before he was um, Commissioner Gordon. 
Yes. That wouldn't be till be... next year. Right. Yeah. But he, before that, he was the he was like two villains in um in '97, Air Force One, and the Fifth Element. <laughs> Oh, the fifth element was 97. Matt was trying to talk me into going to see that on the big screen because it's coming back to the big screen, the fifth element. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll probably go see Rathacon, but I don't know about fifth element. You mean Matt Ayer? Yeah. Oh, he made yeah, your friend that Matt. Yes, he was trying to, you know, get me yeah, there. The thumbs up. <laughs> hmm. I'm okay, well, the sorry. Fifth element after we saw The Lost World and then. It was like, I was like 10 at the time. And we decided to go walk after, you know, sneak into another movie afterwards. And so it's like the last half of the fifth element. Uh, and I felt very uh, edgy, like we were doing something illegal we weren't supposed to do. And That is illegal. I know. It probably is. <laughs> you were doing something. Yeah, if you were, if you were doing that in my theater, yeah, we would have, we would have had a report. Report it. <laughs> I know. I, well, I, so, I'm glad I didn't get caught then. It was the time before cameras were everywhere. So. So what do you, uh. What do you think about it? Fifth Element? Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I thought it was weird. His Luke Besson, you know, he's this... It's like a fun, weird ride, I guess you could say. I watched it, um, coincidentally, in 2000, probably 2004. I bought the Superbit DVD, which was a huge to-do back then. But um, I saw it then and I actually liked it. I, I liked it. So basically, as an adulthood, I liked it. As a kid, I thought it was freaking weird. Um, it is strange. Oh my god, Kobe. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Oh, oh Chris Tucker. He's like he's like my favorite part in that movie. Oh, Kobe, Kobe. <laughs> I guess I just didn't get I didn't get the tonal stuff as a kid, but as an adult, it, I, I liked it. I thought it was actually pretty creative and, fun. and stuff. And it was fun, yeah. 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 Looked good yeah. too. So it was. It was oh fun. yeah, like especially the CGI, um it, it, like in the city where they're being chased, like the cars still seem like they still hold up a little bit. A lot of the high-end 90s CGI when they really had gotten things down, a lot of it still holds up pretty well these days. So, I feel like the the original Jurassic Park holds up. Oh yeah. Well. Oh yeah, I agree. That one still looks really good. I didn't. The original Jurassic Park said to be the inflection point between practical and CGI effects. Mm -hmm. it was, yeah. Yep. It it did it did it did a good job. Mm -hmm. Um, number three, Spider-Man two. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, would you say it's better than the first one? Yeah. I think I like it better than the first one. I still really enjoy the first one a lot, but yeah. There's Colin. There he is. Colin. Sorry about that. I did, for some reason, I just did not know that your your account Discord account was... Accounts, that makes accounts. sense. Yeah, I and just, I, I wondered... I wonder why you hadn't responded because you usually do. And then I'm like, well, like maybe he's busy. <laughs> I know I saw it was up. I was like, what? I didn't get it. <laughs> Let's play the lonely man theme. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited to be here. Usually I have like a day or two that I'm all like, oh, it's movie chat day coming. But now I'm all like, oh, I'm like so five sorry. I, I, no, I, no, I'm, playing, I'm like excited. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, it was originally supposed to be tomorrow. Yeah, and then I realized and... I forgot that I was going out tomorrow, so we had to push it. Yeah, today. so we had to do this last-minute scramble, and I was like, oh, nobody's going to be able to join because it's so last-minute, but I'm you guys right. are here, so that that's great. Um, D, I was telling Simon that D said uh, he wasn't feeling well, so he, he's oh, not going to be joining best. us tonight. So we just got started. We're on 
uh, Spider-Man Spider 2. 2, Harry Potter, Christmas, and then we jumped to Spider-Man 2. I agree with Chris um, that it's, he says still the best Spider-Man film, but Green Goblin is the, is the best, best villain, villain, which I, well, I agree. Yeah. Dog like Octopus was more of a sympathetic villain. He was. But, in some ways, so was Green Goblin. Well, yeah, but... But at least with Doctor Octopus, he still ha can he still contains some goodness in him, especially at the end. Yeah, at the end, yeah. You know, it's, it was and, it was so good to see those guys again. In oh Nova. yes, uh, it was man, so nostalgic much. trip. I know, man. Oh man, and obviously <laughs> William Defoe, perfect Green Goblin. Yeah, he just slipped right back in the into the role. Why, hey, Chibi? Um, yeah, and like I was saying, that the, it it had some disturbing scenes in it, at least with the the whole hospital scene. That one, um, actually, that maybe that was the only one. Disturbing. It was it was kind of dark. I think that was the only one, but yeah. Would you say CGI still holds up? Um, it's been a bit since I've seen that movie. Me too. Actually, I couldn't say. Um, I had recently rewatched the first one in preparation for No Way Home, and you can definitely tell the weakness in some of the CGI. Yeah, yeah. he looks very uh, rubbery, like uh, there's no weight. He looks, it feels like he's flimsy um, when he's doing his uh, spider sling, you know, flying through New York and stuff. Some of the scenes look pretty. And with the just... goblin, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of some of the early Harry Potter effects where you're watching them and it's yeah. just their ambition <laughs> for what they wanted to pull off was a little just they were a few years ahead of themselves you know yeah and, uh, they hadn't reached that point yet spider-man 2 looked really good like it, it was it was really top-notch you know it was one of those sequels that it was on par with the first and it, in many ways probably excelled um and I, I just remember when that movie came out that was a big summer that was the mm -hmm. movie see that was that was it and i was yep. graduating high school that was it, right when it, it was big Marvel yeah, it was, was it took over pop culture, so yeah, it was a cool moment, man. I always thought that Spider-Man costume was probably the best. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> You're such what? a stinker. <laughs> what? Simon's poking, poking fun at Colin. <laughs> it's legal here. I got my card and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just I remember in with Spider-Man two. Um, in the theater, you know, the big lobby. So, you know, when you look out towards where the doors are up, up there above the box office on the inside, they had this huge Spider-Man two poster. Oh, I remember wow. that. Yeah. I remember just like it, when those mega like humongous yeah. posters, they don't put those up anymore in your theater, but they used to, and they're really yeah. Those big vinyl things that would just oh they're like you know twelve feet long you know yeah they were huge yeah. well it was kind of cool one thing I remember um uh with Blockbuster Video uh, you may not remember that uh, Arturo but um they had uh they did giveaways for a life size um Spider Man two statue and if you go on like uh, eBay or Craigslist you can sometimes still find one and they were all oh, wow. individually numbered and you had to enter like raffle I don't remember what exactly the promotion was to get in 
entered into winning it but i think every store gave one away and it was a life-size stand-up oh, wow. it'd be, it's really cool uh it'd be a great conversation piece for your house you know it's kind of put it in the corner of the right. living room or something yeah like that. i'm pretty sure they're expensive now but look oh yeah they're spendy man and assuming you even have one that's in good shape so i'm sure a lot of people want them thought they're really cool and just kind of shoved them in their garage and they got nicked mm. around you know what i mean so oh, man. Um, but check them out it's kind of a cool little moment i remember was uh the big spider-man display you could win i definitely don't remember that one retro yeah Ret- and all the retro had a blockbuster, but i guess i just yeah. our movie theater is so sad now like our you know our big theater in town is like a 14 screen hollywood theater and it you know like it reminded me when you're saying like we used to have there's this big <laughs> lobby where there's all the posters and displays and you know there's like the ticket booth out in front you know outside and you get your ticket and you come in the big lobby and concessions and now it's like no one's ever in the ticket booth you just walk right in and you get your tickets at the concessions stand and there's like no poster it's like empty <clears throat> And it's just a bummer. It's like it used to make me happy to go to the theater. Your theater's like that? Yeah. Right the big, I mean, our town's like 100,000 people, maybe 120. It's like a college town. And that's our biggest theater. And it's like, yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's fun going to the theaters like it was when I was younger. Oh, well, ours, fortunately, I mean, ours sometimes is like that where you just go up to the to the concessions to buy the ticket. They were doing that early on, you know, when it would, would well, start mean, to reopen. But it's back yeah. to pretty much normal now. You go up to yeah. the box office and buy your ticket. They have the big, um, the the uh, stands, the displays for the movies. They've got Which those. Which we did take one last night. Yes, we that did. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretty much cut out the characters. <laughs> And then throw everything else away because I have no room for it. Yeah, our our theater is pretty busy. You know, obviously it all depends on the film. You know, the more anticipation yeah. for the film, but um, I mean, we starting to slow down again. Because yeah, I mean when it's slow on a weekday, you know, it, you know you get your tickets there, but you, we're going like Saturday, you know, evening, and it's like, man, this is prime time, and it feels like it's just kind of dead. And oh man, not that there's no people there, but that there's kind of depressing. Yeah, yeah it, it's a bummer. But, you know, everything will change. I feel like, yes, we're still in the after effect of COVID. Like, everything in town is here. Is, restaurants are closed all the time. No one's working. Oh, really? Man. Yeah. It's oh, it's, it's completely different in our area. Things are, you know, pretty well. I mean, a lot of businesses closed down mm-hmm. because of the shutdown. So, but as far as, you know, people back out and doing normal stuff, it's it's almost completely back like, to normal. The theater, now. it's kind of going back to how it was pre-COVID. I'm pretty sure theaters were busy as heck with all these blockbusters. When, when I, in 2004? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I, when I worked out, I'm like, 04, I think, 05, 06, you know, but yeah, it was fun. It was, you know busy packed weekends packed mm-hmm. wow would you say the 2000s were rocking it with movies they were, they were right the yeah i think they were <laughs> they were they really were. Ro- like some of it still like had remnants of the 90s but goodness it started to take form of modern like modern day stuff and a lot of good hits yeah i can't get simon's picture is killing me <laughs> <laughs> you know simon it's just the expression. It doesn't look clean. It looks dumb. Like, he looks like Oh, a yeah. You're right, Chris. He, he's referring to the early, like, between 2000 and 2009. Yeah. Or 10. 
whatever. Um, just oh, yeah. years, right? I remember seeing this also in movie theaters when we went. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say so this was one where we went to um, when we went to visit family, uh, The Incredibles. We went was to that see that. The Incredibles was with oh, them? Yep. I get I that mixed that up with sometimes. I'm not sure if that was like my second uh, viewing at a theater. Like, like my first I don't remember, time. Going to, I, don't like, I don't know if that was like my second time that year going to see a movie for, for the second time. I just remember I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it yeah, was a good movie. So how old, Arturo, were you? you were like a little kid. I was, I was like eight in 2004. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, Age. And he he used to get really like he used to get motion sickness really bad in the really? car. Yeah, so going out was an absolute nightmare. Let me oh, tell man. you, he always felt like he was going to throw up. He always had to have water with him. He felt like he was going to throw up everywhere he went. So man. taking him to Shrek it petrified him. <laughs> yeah, my first movie experience was Shrek. He didn't As do too theater, well in episode up... three either when we went to go see episode three the next year. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other discussion. And I, I don't know if I told Colin it, but um, yeah, the f first movie I saw at the theater was Shrek 2, and then 13 so years later, I would be working at that exact theater. Mm -hmm. Really? <laughs> Not that yeah. yeah. That's cool. Same one. Yeah. That's cool. No 40 um, X movies were. Oh, so Passion of the Christ was number five. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I remember that was very big. Yeah, and I only... Well, before we even started, I mentioned I only saw half of the, that movie. Stopped at the part where they were marching them through the street. But boy, After... that one scene, that one scene where they're like hitting him with the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, painful. That was nasty. Painful. I didn't realize that those devices were like that that they had those little barbs in them because I had looked it up, you know, just to because I watched the movie, I think, twice in theaters and I was looking it up to learn a little bit more about the, you know, Roman weapons of torture back then and yeah, I didn't realize they had actual you know, barbs in them and hooks and stuff. It was nasty. I feel yeah. like people back then were really brutal with the devices yeah. they made. They came up like, with some creative ways man, to hurt I, people. I'm glad I wasn't born at that time. <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> in the in the whole witch trial and stuff, I'm like, oh my god. Oh my gosh! Right, the the methods they would test whether or not a person was a witch to yeah. dunk them in the water, and if they like, floated, they were they were a witch, and if they sank and drowned, they were innocent, yeah. but they were dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they were already dead. <laughs> so insane. What? Oh my yeah. gosh, people. People are crazy. Um, <laughs> um, number six was the day after tomorrow. What is that? Oh, uh, is that either, a, that's the Roland Emmerich, uh, Roland Emmerich movie that Sin <laughs> made, made Sin think that Moonfall would actually be good. Oh, that's the same. Uh, wait, the it, same director. I actually never saw this movie though. Okay, guys, I, 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 I saw it playing. I saw it playing on the um, television one time. First, it was like tornadoes and stuff that hit California, and then like pretty much an ice age just mm -hmm. came on through. I, I never. Yeah, I didn't realize 
Uh, actually, when number I just, six, like it's funny. I, so his very first movie actually what? made it in the top ten, but every other movie was that his very first movie. I'm I'm assuming. No, I don't think it was. No, but when Moonfall came out, initially I didn't realize that that Here we was go. Moonfall. Moonfall. <laughs> I know, right? It all comes around the Moonfall. When that movie came out, I didn't realize that was his film. And then when Moonfall I found out forever. it was his, I thought, oh, okay. Well, the day after, I never saw Day After Tomorrow, but. I'd heard, you know, it did well in theaters. I'm like, well, maybe it'll be pretty good. Oh, Lord. You know, somebody somebody asked me on Twitter today. I, I actually had to rank Moonfall higher than something today. Oh. They, they asked me, they asked me, was was Amber Heard better than Moonfall? Oh. I said, Moonfall is exponentially better. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, dang it. I had to say something nice about Moonfall. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, okay. well, like what Matt I would say, Moonfall Forever. Oh, Lord. That's, let's move on. <laughs> Just getting triggered. I am. Um, meet the... The Fockers. Fockers? <laughs> yeah, that's a sequel to sequel. Meet the Parents, which yeah. I think came uh, out, I believe you talked about. That was actually... A, I'm not into comedy too much, but I really like, enjoyed that yeah, movie. Yeah, like that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah meet the and I feel like if I, I don't remember Meet the Fockers as much. I remember thinking like, yeah, it's good, like, but it was kind of like couldn't really. It's one of those sequels where they like they're like, we gotta. The first one was such a hit, we gotta do it again. And you're like, yeah, it was all right, but it didn't have that kind of the spark. Awesome, yeah, the spark. The yeah, magic. they they couldn't capture that magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, should be alright. Yeah, it was it. I remember. I think wasn't it Dustin Hoffman and um, was it yeah. Barbara Streisand who played his parents? I, I forget yeah. about it because Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I think Dustin Hoffman was Ben Stiller's dad. Oh, I yeah, it's been so long. I, I didn't watch that one as many. Times. I only saw it once. I think I even bought it just to complete the collection, but yeah. I haven't seen it since then. And meanwhile, I've I've watched Meet the Parents. Quite a few times. Yeah. Well, partly because my husband loves it, so he will watch it over and over again. But it's a comedy. Sequels I don't aren't mind. always that great. Sometimes you have a hit or miss with sequels. Yeah, it's true. Um, Troy. Troy. So, um, that's I like about. I like it enough. It's not great. It's okay. Yet yeah, it has Brad Pitt, Eric Bana in it. And I remember that the story of, of what happened in Troy, I remember that I um, had to read the book in college. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I was exposed to the name Hector. You mean the Iliad? No, it wasn't. I, I don't remember. It was, it was the battle, you know, between um, Hector and the guy who killed him. And then he dragged his body through the street or dragged his dead body around. The, the the Achilles, Achilles yeah, killed, yeah. yeah, he killed Hector. And I remember that was the first time I was exposed to that name. Yeah. And then, of course, like shortly after that was when I met my husband. <laughs> and his name is Hector. <laughs> so it's oh, kind of really? funny. Yeah, it's funny. Hmm. I like but, Troy. It feels kind of like the ultimate Brad Pitt role. It's yeah, and Orlando Bloom was in it. And um, mm -hmm. Eric, um, Eric, Eric Bana. Yeah, yeah. He played Hector and uh the girl Diane Kruger, I think she played Helen yeah. of Troy. It was 
okay. I never forgot the story of Achilles. You know, the whole the whole thing that made him weak. I always thought that was kind of interesting because we read yeah. about it in mythology. Um, just watch the Louis C.K. bit where he makes fun of that. I really haven't seen that. It's a good uh, Yeah, Louis C.K. Oh. Achilles heel. That's a good bit. Oh, okay, I'll have to try to find yeah. that one. I'm Achilles because my mom bit me. <laughs> that sounds a little familiar. I don't remember if I have seen a clip of it. I'll look it up and see. Louis C.K. All right. Um, wasn't there another big war movie? Oh, yeah, Alexander came out this year, too, which wasn't as good as Troy. Did it? Did yeah. it come out this year? I see, I've seen it on IMDb, at least. Okay. It's That's interesting because he almost played like a similar type of... Yeah, it's pretty You similar. know, the time frame seemed pretty similar, and he seemed to play the same type-ish character. Yeah. So I remember I would get the two mixed up a lot. <laughs> I want, They're like... Completely different stories. Like a lot of people, I think Alexander the Great's fascinating, you know, historical character. I wanted the movie to be great, but I feel like... Uh, I mean, it's hard to see a movie like that. It'd call it terrible when, you know, there's so much great production and battle scenes. But it's it's one of those, I feel like, ah, oh, it could have been so much better. Really? What, what do you, where do you think they went wrong with it? I don't know. I don't think Colin Farrell did a very great job. I think that was not great casting or he could have done better. Um, but just it, a lot oh, of things, I guess. It, it felt like it didn't feel, it made Alexander kind of seem kind of lame and, Okay, okay, hold on. So Brad Pitt didn't play in Alexander, did he? Oh, no, 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 no. He did? Okay. All right. For some reason, know. my brain put him in that movie. That was a huge no, derp on my mind. Okay, yeah, that's you're right. Colin this Farrell. Both like sword and sandal epics, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Troy was better. And still, Troy, like, Troy's kind of the same. Like, oh, Troy could have been cooler, too. It was kind of traditional, but not really, like, that was bad in any way. I liked it. Um... Number nine was Shark Tale. I, I have never I've really seen that movie. Seen that movie. Me either. Have you guys seen it? Mm -mm. No. I haven't. Will Smith did the voice. Oh, did he? Yeah. I mean, I heard it was good, but I just never watched it. Um, I'm not always in the mood for animated films. Also, mm -hmm. the last one on the list was Ocean 12. Mm. That was the sequel to Ocean's 11. Pretty it had one scene with Vincent Castle. Oh, that's the that? one doing like the break dancing, like going through the like the, the acrobatic agility. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. My that brother was, told me about that, so I specifically watched that scene. Yeah, that was my yeah. favorite scene, and then I feel like I forgot the rest of the movie. I never even, I was never even interested to see it. I think this this is a series with George Clooney, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the first one. The first one. All I needed is from that series. Kind of and I old. think they've done, haven't they done an Ocean's 13? Yeah, they did Ocean's 13 with George, and then they did Ocean's 8 or something, where it was all the women. With the girls, yeah. I have zero interest in... I never saw it. Like, all of them. I have just, they don't interest me at all. The first one's pretty good, I think. The first one's all right. Ocean's 11. It's not bad. It's pretty good. They did some good world building. What we do in the shadows, there's like this joke where there's like their neighbors. Oh, like, okay. The world building in Ocean 12 is pretty good, you guys. Like, he's this weird <laughs> Ocean 12 super fan. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's just, Are you talking about the movie or the show? 
in the show, there's a character who's like, okay. a super, he has all this like memorabilia. It's like Ocean's Twelve is really the where the world building began, you guys. Oh, jeez. Okay. It's so random and dumb, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> um, I heard yeah. that show's good. I haven't watched. That show's so good. It's so good. I think it's the best comedy on right now. That's uh, the one on Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. so we're the guy not- who did the music for the Ocean's movies is actually a friend of a friend. Really? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. What's who? Who was the composer's name? What was his name? I mean, it's escaping me right now. <laughs> Let me look it up. Okay, <laughs> he'll probably find it quicker than I can. Um, so they kind of changed, like, um, where you can find that list of 2004 films. There's 2004 in film, but it only shows the highest-grossing films and then deaths of actors. Yeah, I know. So got to go so, to list of American films of 2004. Yeah, and I don't think all the lists used to be like this. I think in some of the earlier years, it used to show everything together. I so go now, to IMDb, just feature uh, film release 2004. And oh, okay. Oh, we go to... Um, the uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia page and just kind of because it shows when they came like that it, it breaks it down by month. Hey, Chibi. Oh, yeah. Come here, little girl. Come here. Um. Oh, yeah. I go to um, Box Office Mojo, which is linked in the chat. Yeah, that's right. Because you, I think we figured out we each go to different sources <laughs> for, the, for the stuff. There's the a butterfly effect. Oh. So have you guys seen that? I think I saw it and I don't remember anything about it. I don't know. Well, that's one of the movies Arturo watched in preparation. Yes, imagine if it's if if a movie was a video game with three different endings. Oh, I had multiple that, different. Is it, is it a time? Tra- I'm not a big time travel fan. Is it? A, isn't it time, time travel? You time? aren't. You aren't. You don't like Terminator. No, 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 no. I love Terminator 2. I love Back to the Future. It can work. It doesn't completely ruin a movie for me, but it's a, I don't like when time travels like the whole like point of the plot. I, it's mm-hmm. more like like in T2, it's actually just kind of like a means to get start the plot going. I feel like right, it's yeah. really essential. I'm just yanking your chain. Great. We just watched uh, Picard and there's time travel in that and Picard, it wasn't very good, but uh, we were arguing about well, time travel. I don't believe it. I, it would never happen. <laughs> I, I like that. It's enjoy- yeah, yeah. I, I have. I haven't been interested, but they did time no, travel no. in another Star Trek movie. The, the new Star Trek them. show, by the way, if anyone cares, is pretty good. It just started. There's two episodes on Paramount, and it's just like old Star Trek, or I mean, kind of. It's pretty nah, good. It sucks too. No, <laughs> you didn't even watch I, it. <laughs> did watch it? You did. It feels like the writers have watched a bunch of tv shows and they're inspired yeah. by that whereas like tng the writers read books okay. and actually had some sort of substance to what they're saying whereas okay the stuff in strange new world just feels like lip service to ideas okay yeah i can't i won't step up to so that it doesn't feel like I'm, it has much depth I to it I, yeah, I, no... liked it. I liked it but i think you have a point there too yeah it's not very deep it, it's like shallow it's, yeah it feels like it's 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 like it just seems good compared to the card yeah that's true we just came off the card and i was like this is what i wanted but yeah i don't know anyway sorry i keep interrupting oh no that's okay we were just we were t- it, we got onto time travel because our tour was talking about the butterfly effect oh yeah yeah Ugh. it was 
I remember I saw it once and the ending that I saw, I believe was, so there were like multiple endings to this movie. They had the theatrical version, then they had the director's cut and the director's or the DVD, the director's cut. And then they had a DVD with three endings too. It was wild. They filmed all these different endings. And I think I saw the one on the director's cut years ago because you saw the messed up one. I saw the messed up one. It was like, what? I, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I saw the darkest ending. Um, but I remember I still came away from away from it, enjoying it in general. And then when Arturo was watching it, I was like, wow, I didn't remember how crazy this movie was. It was just like, I mean, he was just like all over the place trying to change all these things and nothing he did was working. It was making everybody's life miserable. Somehow. Yeah. And then he made it. Well, I don't want to say I it. I know. We, we won't spoil it, even though it's 18 years old. So. <laughs> um, Dawn of the Dead, a remake, came out this year. Oh, is that Snyder? Yeah. I like that's, that. That's the one. Is that the one where they hole oh. up in the mall? Yeah, I like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I think it starts off with a, a woman in her home and her husband turns into a zombie. Yeah, I think and then so. She runs away. It's, it's like a suburbia and it's yeah, yeah. Out and it's like everyone's running around. Yeah, yeah. They uh think like I know Capcom I think based that um for their game where you're running around in a mall and zombies mm -hmm. are everywhere. Well, that was when I had suggested to you to watch because I know you like zombies, but never got around to it. Sorry, Colin. Go ahead. It's Zach, actually Zack Snyder. It's a way better Zack Snyder zombie movie than the one he just did. Oh, like, yeah. So much better. Army of the Dead. Goodness, that was uh, not great. That's yeah, another movie that scares me. It's like <laughs> so the same dude who made Dawn of the Dead still, like, don't you know how to do this? Like, right? Did it right once. Well, I think it's a remake of a 70s Dawn of the Dead. So I wonder if that's probably why it was better. That maybe it wasn't his screenplay? Probably not. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe so. I just heard it was a remake. I think that movie, I remember too, that it, I feel like 28 Days Later was like the first movie where zombies can run. And then this came out a year or two later. And we're like, oh, that's it's the standard now. They're running. I feel like that. They're not shambling. They're fast. Yeah, it was the not really. Back to that. They weren't they weren't fast in, in, in Dawn of the Dead? Did I miss did I misremember that? I thought they were right. Oh they were, but a better movie than both of those this year was Shaun of the Dead where they shambled. I actually that's that's yeah, down yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. Uh, so I only have two picked out so far for my top for my top for my top uh three and Shaun of the Dead is on that list. Yeah, that's a funny movie. It it's was good. so freaking hilarious. That was 04 as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look that one. Yeah. We even had the guy that played Watson from Sherlock in it. Martin Freeman's uh, in it. Did he have a little role? Yeah, a little role. God, he was mm -hmm. in that. Yeah. God, he was in that. I only saw the movie once, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was so much fun. I don't know why I haven't watched it again. I guess just haven't taken the time, but it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's so good. funny. I I. I knew there it was funny. Where they acted like it was like <laughs> nothing was going on around them, and they—I know they were so clueless. <laughs> they thought the zombies were drunk. 
Oh gosh. That, that was like my intro to probably a lot of people's intro for probably for Simon Pig, who was mm-hmm. like went on to become like kind of like a favorite. Like now I love scenes pop up and stuff. But that yeah, was, yeah. Did you ever watch Space? I did watch Space. Yeah, it's that was good. My dad had the DVD. I don't know why I get he loved Simon oh, Pig. He the director that did last night in Soho. Mm-hmm. Edgar Wright. Uh, Edgar Wright. Oh, yeah. yeah, space was good. Yeah, I was, I was pretty spaced when I watched it. That we like binge watched it, and you know, I know I liked it. I think I forgot there was like I know him and the his like female roommate. I feel mm-hmm. funny, and then the other dude uh, popped up, and yeah, like I'd watch it again. I've already forgot. That's the nice thing about forgetting stuff. Was that a movie? <laughs> uh, it's a TV show. It's like two yeah. seasons. Okay. Do you remember Tires? I never saw Tires. No, there was a guy in space called Tires, the bike courier. Oh, dude, I don't even remember that. No. <laughs> dude, yeah, I'm, man, it was only like five years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. Oh. Yeah, um, I think, didn't that start the trend of the fence with him, that actor? Uh, jumping fence? over fences? Jumping over the fence. <laughs> I don't know, but I think that's so like a joke me, in almost every movie of him. Like if he's in it, the director. A lot of people say Hot, Hot Fuzz is the best of the three, but I think it's kind of on par with Shaun of the Dead. I, I like Shaun the best. Between Shaun and World's End, I think Shaun was better. So, mm-hmm. um, the Alamo came out this year. The movie. I've been wondering. Uh, what's that. <laughs> He's. Oh, I forgot who was remember. in. Don't not remember the animal. <laughs> uh, I remember it. You do. I just, I just don't. I don't. I've never watched it all the way. Wait, I just. Who? There's you like three uh, well-known actors in that movie. Yeah, was that the one with Jason Patrick? You guys seen the Alamo in real life? Like we drove by there once when we were in San Antonio. Okay. It is so small. It's like that was what they talk about in the movies and stuff. Yeah. Right. This time well, is the whole thing still there? Or just um, the front of it, just still the there. I guess like, I don't know if it's, it was bigger. I yeah, I don't think it's like the whole enclosed wall. It's like a house. The room, entrance, like a house part of it, or a like part of the like the yeah. What you see in the front is, I think, the entrance inside, and then everything else is like. It's weird because it's in the middle of town, so there's just all these other like normal looking big square block buildings all around it that are yeah, in it, and it does. It seems all. Small. Oh, but two hundred and so or hundred and so years earlier, there was like none of that around. It was just that. Yeah, no. That, you know, um, that was all that was there. I I don't know if you knew this, Arthur, but Selena had a like a little concert one time at the Alamo. Oh, really? Yeah, in front of the Alamo. Would that wouldn't that feel kind of weird? Because we were fighting the Mexicans. Well, <laughs> I, I know mean, they well, won. They won that battle. But. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, she was American. But she had Mexican ethnicity. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, I always thought that was cool that she did. We're that. buddy buddies now. Don't worry. <laughs> that war has been that war's done. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wrote that down. Yeah, that's that one had left action in it. Had left. I'm sorry. What? I was saying, Kill Bill One and Two had less action in it. Yeah, definitely, but still really memorable and still. I mean, it's kind of. I don't really think of them as two movies. I just me think either. 
one and two is like yeah. my favorite Tarantino movie, kind of. Yeah. And I feel like I talked a lot about it last time, but I love this movie and it's I really recommend. It. I, it's my favorite Tarantino, movie. and he's like one of my favorite directors. So I high praise. He knows how to make a good, a good, good like film. good films. He's a good uh, storyteller. Yeah, like because like, let's be real, like we we are getting kind of like that whole generic thing in the film industry. But Quentin Tarantino and Guy Ritchie, boots and yeah, but Quentin yeah. Tarantino and Guy Ritchie can deliver in some good storytelling. Yeah. He's only ever done his own thing. Like he's all. I mean, that's all what I ever. like about Quentin Tarantino. He yeah. writes his script, he directs it, he produces yeah. it. Apparently, one of my coworkers was telling me that um, he actually purchased a theater himself, and he went to that uh, theater. I'm like, yeah, why not? If awesome. you got a lot of money on hand, why not buy his own theater? No, I would want to put his that. own films there. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah. oh, no, that makes Tarantino, from what I know, like. That's his passion is watching movies. Like anytime you hear or re hear an interview with him, he's it's like crazy. Like he watches so many movies, like way more than I've ever watched. All these, yeah. You know, so. I guess that's what helps him be such a yeah. great storyteller and director. I mean, you have to have a passion for them. Mm -hmm. I think like, in order to be, I don't think you know, he lets studios mess around with his movies either. I don't think he yeah. just does his thing. Surprised he hasn't bought a pedicure salon. Because <laughs> of his obsession with feet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's funny. I think Kill Bill too, though. Uh, if I'm thinking of like the most memorable scenes, because it's like chapters, right? There's but like five chapters, and Something I feel like, that, like yeah. the whole, just like the fight she has with the dude in the trailer is probably the most memorable. Where it's such a, like it's so close combat. The way I love that they're in this tiny little trailer and they keep like hitting stuff. And just like it's a really cool fight, I, I love that fight. And Michael Madsen's character being all like kind of like gruff, or I don't know how you describe him, just like a rough character. Um, I really like that, and I really like the ending with Kill when you meet Bill at the house. Oh yeah, and and you know what's interesting is that you could sit there and be uh, mesmerized by just the dialogue, nothing yeah. really going yeah. on, but just you could sit there and just take it all in. It's like yeah. I, I don't know how he does it, but it works. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel that that the final, um, like I enjoyed both films, thoroughly enjoyed both films, but the final showdown. Oh, <laughs> did, you, did you feel that like was, that, that was a little was... anticlimactic? I mean, in a sense, not because it came back around sort of full circle to that thing. But I was just like thinking there was going to be more sparks. <laughs> like that's it. That's what yeah. I kind of thought. I was like, yeah, it was like, it? oh well, that's all oh. it took. Okay. <laughs> Okay. In, a, in, a, in a way though but i think also it, it's a weird it's weird like i like i respect and like tarantino so much even at that point that it was almost like i didn't feel cheated i felt like he showed me something else you know whereas maybe in a normal movie i would feel more cheated like i wanted an action scene yeah it, i really liked the scene and i think it's really good even though it is you know it's just talking like it's it's way more compelling like than most conversations it definitely just, builds the tension yeah, like he does that. Like the tension's mm -hmm. rising, and oh, yeah. I don't know how it's gonna play out. And it was kind of fitting how she used his move, and it just against was so him. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, a little anticlimactic, and I was kind of expecting like a crazy '88 type fight to end it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I liked it though, you know. And we got the crazy '88 fight, and 
so yeah, I'm 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 happy with how it how it ends, even though I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking there sense. might be they might he might make a sequel to that, I guess. I heard rumors or I I mean he's mentioned it, you know, he talks a lot that you know it, other people mentioned that, you know, go back and see like the girl grown up, the Vivica Foxes, right? Oh, the daughter. Mm-hmm. Like if you're about it, come find me. And he's like, Maybe I'll make that movie. Um, but who knows? Who knows? That would be awesome if he did. Well, I'm I'm always gonna be down for a Tarantino movie, so but I heard that he was probably gonna be retiring. Is that was that's that... what I heard. He wants to make one more film, the tenth yeah. film. He yeah, he's like said that he's gonna make ten and that's it. So we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? I'm sure well, that would suck. <laughs> you gotta imagine he's gonna do something. He'll probably write books or do something, you know, maybe be involved somehow. But it, it would suck if he only makes one more. Feels weird to have that self-imposed thing, but um, uh, I imagine it'd be pretty good. You know, there's another Marvel movie that came out this year, The Punisher. Oh, is that yeah. <clears throat> who was in that one? Oh, God. I, I think Derek that. talked about the Punisher. Wasn't that? Uh, is this the one with Thomas Jane? I think yeah, so. I think so. Okay, yeah. I never saw that. I don't think. If I did, I completely forgot. All I remember is it had a car chase. Because <laughs> it was one of those times where I got real high. <laughs> oh, jeez. And like the the movie changed, where I was like, I was watching a car chase, and I was like, yeah, it's a car chase. And then I got high, and I was like. Car chases are wild. Like they are dangerous. Like that is, it's crazy that we'd film these. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like right. I remember that that moment. I know my uncle was. I remember. I guess that might have been the same year, but I remember he was like looking into like game, the gameplay footage of the video game. That's when I first got my taste of how brutal his character is. Oh, and the Punisher. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then there's 13 going on 30. I remember. Oh, I wrote that one down. I remember Sin watching that movie. I forced you guys to watch it with me. I had yeah. seen it, and then I forced you guys to watch it. You and you and Aurelia. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about it. I I like Jennifer Garner, and I liked the. I mean, it was basically big, except they just turned oh, it around, yeah. and dated a girl. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking just like some another romantic comedy, but that one did have like kind of a unique twist. It was kind of, it was a romantic comedy, and those generally aren't my thing. But I guess the situation where she was uh, her thirteen year old self trapped in her thirty year old body, yeah. so it's almost it's you good. know, yeah. and the chemistry she had with Mark Ruffalo in there, I thought was pretty good. And so it was inter- it was cool to see them come back together again for the movie, um, the Adam Project. They played married couple in that movie. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so that was kind of cool. But I like that movie. It, it was fun. But another comedy that I like... See, comedies like... It's it's weird. There's some that I really do like. And this one was so crazy. I remember the first time we saw it was 2005. With Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> okay, yeah. Wilson, Ben Stiller. Oh, my gosh. That movie. I just remember the one part with... um. Oh, gosh. What's that guy's name? Snoop, Snoop Dogg? Mm-hmm. He, he like was playing a mob boss and he's holding this lizard or something and the lizard's tail gets, gets shot off. I don't know. Something about that scene cracked me up. Man, but I, but I, the I, movie was, it was cute. It was, I was going to say cute. It it was funny, 
there's this scene where they're in the locker room talking to these girls and one of the girls talking to him, she just completely has nothing on at all. <laughs> and you don't see anything. You just see their reaction to her. Oh, uh, <laughs> is that the one where they're detectives in the 70s? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> I saw bits of that movie. I never watched it. I put that on the list as a possible watch for you. I think you would like it. it it's actually <laughs> pretty good. We have it on DVD. That's how much um, I Um Man on Fire, Denzel Washington. Yeah. I really like that one. I'll watch that one again. Yeah. That was that was we actually talk, pretty good. Talked about that. No, but that acting was really good. And the little yeah, girl did well too. I like the director Tony Scott. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember cool. I used. I got it. I would get it mixed up with um, Out of Time. Because yeah, I think didn't he do both? Uh, he did two. Mm-hmm. Well, he did at least two Denzel. That, those two, I guess. Yeah. yeah no, of, the other one this year that he was in, I think Out of Time was. 2003 okay All and right. so the other one he did this year was manchurian candidate okay i forgot about that no man on next- way i'm way more fan of i i like that i i hate the ending dang yeah, it I'm not, I didn't, but yeah. I, but it was i still it was, thought it was pretty good i think i enjoyed the ride on you know in that story more than in manchurian candidate even though i liked manchurian candidate quite a bit but my favorite oh, yeah. movie is is the one next year. I can't wait to watch it. Oh yeah, but I also like Out of Time. Wait, is that, training? I think. Day? I think. No, we, Training Day was two thousand one. I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you know that. No, we did. You were so good in that. It was movie. what? What'd you say, Simon? What'd you say? It was two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one. Training you were Day. So good in that movie. The what? Training Day. Yeah, Denzel. I just hated him being a bad guy. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, yeah, but you have to. It's almost like with Tom Cruise in Collateral that also came out. He did a really good job. He did a very good job in there. I just like him so much. I can't stand him playing a bad guy. But I know, I know it's spoilers. But what's your favorite Denzel movie from all five? Oh, Deja Vu. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's isn't that a time travel too? Yes, but it's another. That's the other one that Tony Scott did. Oh, did yeah. he do that? Really? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I didn't realize that. Style of kind of action. Like yeah, it took place in um, New Orleans. And I think it was one of the first films that they made. No, wait, Arturo. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. It was 2006, right? Yeah, it was 2006. Damn mm-hmm. it. Not 2005. Because I think they filmed it uh, after Katrina. And it was one of the first films that was made there after the city was, you know, on its way to try to recover from from the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of interesting. But then also just the whole story of it, a mystery time travel sort of romancy type of thing, but not super heavy on the romance. But I just I don't know. I just really love that film. Super I think Man on Fire might be my favorite, actually. And Man I, on I'm, Fire was really good. For a while, I just I think I like the like the. South American or Central American, I guess. Like it was in Mexico. <clears throat> it was in Mexico. It was in Mexico. God. Yeah, me. I actually recognized some of the actors in there too. Because the I've girl, seen them in- um, the, the 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 mother, she played in the Silent Hill movie. She played in Silent Hill, but um, man, one it of really the- has been a minute, I guess. <laughs> I, I always imagine it was like Central. No, anyway. it was Mexico. Oh, and I completely forgotten that Mark Anthony played the father totally forgot that he was in there 
I shouldn't even talk about these movies. I've forgotten half the movies that I really but, like. <laughs> did you so forget long. he was in there? No, I think I do. Now that you say that, or that it uh, it had totally uh, slipped my mind. I was like, oh, I've completely forgot. The one thing I remembered, I remembered the little girl. I remembered the ending. Right? John Goodman is man on fire. John right? Goodman. Okay, I'm 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 gonna stop talking. I don't know. <laughs> was he in Man on Fire? I don't remember him being in that. The guy, well, I know the guy from Iron Man 2 was in there. The Mickey guy. Rourke. Mickey Rourke was in there. I'd forgotten he, he was in there. That's probably thinking of is Mickey Rourke. Yeah. And this Mexican actress. One of, one of the ones that he let live when he went and he was interrogating all these people. She was like kind of short, little chunky. I what recognized her. Hey, Derek. I'm back. Sorry. That's okay. Figured you were busy with your stuff. Yeah, I had the these uh junk remover the waste management people came and i had to run out of the oh. couch and everything so anyways uh, didn't want to we were talking yeah. about um man, man on, on fire. fire oh yeah no yeah denzel um chris says a bullet always tells the truth i think that was a line <laughs> in the movie i think oh okay so colin do you want to tell us about harold and kumar go to white castle <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no no it's it's weird like I wish I loved that movie, but I saw it and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It just sometimes, even as a stoner, stoner comedies feel like a little bit too juvenile. Even at that age, at like 19 years old stoner, when this movie came out. And I was like, eh. It just felt like it was targeting a younger audience. I don't know how to say it. But like, it's not that it's bad, but that, I don't know, How High is like a, a rare stoner movie that really hit for me. No, there, I, for me, the funny movie of this year um, is... Well, if Harold and Kumar was too juvenile, tell us about uh, Team America World Police. Thanks. Oh, gosh. I forgot. This oh, movie. That's right there. That's sophisticated <laughs> comedy. <laughs> oh, my gotta, gosh. You gotta be a thinking person. Oh, Lord. Team America. America is actually oh, a pretty please. smart movie. <laughs> it, was, it was insane, though. Matt I was just Damon. like, I can't believe I'm watching puppets. Make out. Yeah, and where do you see the unrated DVD? It's it's a even worse. Oh yeah, I was was really lucky to see that one in the theater with a group of friends that we all love South Park. You know, we got really high, and you know, it cracked. We were cracking up. I remember the part. You know, when he's throwing up in the alley, and everyone's (laughs) watching it. Yeah, that part. Just a lot of that was a great. I kind of like with the Jackass movie. There's the same group of friends, my stoner crew. And just that was a, a great, yeah, a great memory. And it's still to this day is like really fun. I've watched it over the years. You know, it's really good. Really good. You're lucky, man. I saw it with my mom. That was. Oh. <laughs> uh... Did your mom know what she was getting into, Derek? Not really. And I didn't oh, think no. I'd get older <laughs> <Not> either. <really. laughs> but uh, I liked the movie. I had the, I got the CD back, I remember, for, and so I knew all the songs by like heart at that point. And I was actually pretty pretty funny like um uh of course you know there's the the kim jong you know i'm it's all wrong I'm really you know there's <laughs> so, yeah, pretty, that's right. i was I when he says physical like when he tries to say physically and you know it, it, like, that, yeah they, they pick the hardest words for the him to movie. articulate in that accent you know and on purpose you yeah. know but it, it fit and it was pretty amusing i loved um uh but i love the pearl harbor song uh you know um where the the whole song is analogous to how he feels about his 
not having her his muppet in her in his life anymore and um you know it keeps saying things like uh I miss you like Michael Bay missed when he made Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And yeah, I need yeah. you like Cuba get a bigger and you know, <laughs> yeah. like the exacting school. All these things are just oh like, oh my Jesus God. great. <laughs> and it was actually pretty funny, which I thought was actually really critical. I mean, kind of almost like beating a dead horse about Pearl Harbor. It's like get over it, just and, and turn your head <laughs> off, man. It's okay. But um yeah, I like Team America. It was actually a pretty smart movie and i liked it um the, the trey parker you know and matt stone there uh, i love their political humor because it's like no holds bared and they 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 spray yeah. across the spectrum yeah, you know what i mean yeah. mm -hmm. like it's not like they're yeah. just kind of like kicking one side i, I just i just dig it because like if if you love the war at the time they they were going to mock you if you if you didn't like the war they were going to mock you know what i mean like it was it, yeah you weren't a safe place to run basically and and i, and I yeah. appreciate that kind of humor you know and kind of tell like it is is it a way is it a world war ii movie oh no, right. no. it's world war three man it's it's uh, uh it's, just, it's, I don't know what the... it's it's a bunch of puppets marionettes uh, yeah the yeah, yeah marionettes yeah and it's, it's crazy i remember it was kind of controversial uh when it came out because of the whole north korea thing right and, yeah. and I watched it just to see what all the fuss was about. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this movie's crazy. Yeah. Can't believe I'm watching this movie. I feel like scene, America, like those puppets, arms just kind of just the opening about, scene. And they're not doing anything. It's just like, just like uh, the opening scene. Yeah, yeah. Said, where it's supposed to be like, hands out. Yep. Yeah. And that's just kind of like, it's like, well, I don't know. Like literally watching Muppets try to have a, a fight, and it's as stupid as can be. But it's just—I don't know—it it, it clicked. I loved it. That was hilarious, but it was dumb. But you know. yeah, when they fight, and they're just like, "Oh man, there's so many good." But I was gonna um, when America, fuck yeah, is almost like oh yeah, yeah, a cultural touchdown or something like that. Gets you hear that all the time. I feel like or maybe yeah, I've heard that Irvine saw um, people been sharing like a video online with this like eagle running around and they're just playing that song or whatever and uh America. I mean, it, oh that way is it that song um proud to be America. no oh. uh -uh. So it's basically just america fuck yeah that's oh, basically it. i don't think i've ever <laughs> heard that the motherfucking day yeah you know and they just keep <laughs> shouting things like taco <laughs> bell <laughs> <and> just, <"Hell laughs> yeah. fuck yeah and then like like bed bath and beyond oh fuck yeah and <laughs> And that's all the song. Well, I mean, like like two thirds of the songs, and just screaming just things like, like that. Random throwing things out there. American, you know, Americana type stuff. American yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, but, um, it's really good. I like the uh, dick pussies and asshole speech. Oh yeah, oh, that's a great speech. Half away from great being a. Uh... Yeah. God, you see, like dicks fuck assholes. They also <laughs> fuck pussies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so good. I really understand. This is not. You're going to get your dick and your pussy all covered in shit. Everyone has AIDS. I love that. And he's like that thing. He's like, "Come on, everyone, we've got quilting to do." And they're like, "Oh no, that's that's too." Yeah, the AIDS quilt. I don't know if you guys remember that, but the yes, yeah, was like a quilt. Probably remember that, and maybe some actor that was his his movie he was in. The one joke that cracked me up so much was like 
yo, it's going to be dangerous. You might get captured. You might have to kill yourself if, if that happens. And he just like hands him a hammer. <laughs> I lost it. Like this, doesn't give him, like, you know, like a cyanide pill or in his tooth. It's just a hammer. Like this is how you're going to kill yourself if shit goes bad. I remember was there was a funny thing I, I with um, Parker and Trey Stone. They were doing promo for they're doing I, I or whatever, but they were doing like these interviews about um, the, you know, for to promote the film. They were like, "Well, why did you pick marionette puppets or whatever?" And and they were like, "You know, we picked those things because we hate actors." And on the first day, we were we I need him walk over there, pick up ass, and like take a drink. And and then the the guys just started laughing and like oh yeah he he can't he can't do that and they're like oh so we have like 150 mm -hmm. takes of him like trying to drink you know glass and it's just going everywhere and he goes and after that moment we decide we love working with actors and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just I like those guys they're just so cool man I love watching their interviews as much as I do their stuff because they're actually smart and yeah. funny guys you know so yeah they're really awesome yeah they're very smart they're way smart. I've heard their commentary, like, on their films, and they're, like, musical geniuses, like, or at least, yeah, yeah I think one of them, I think Trey is, maybe Matt is, too, but they're very, they're both smarter than me, they're really smart. Yeah, super smart. Um, Van Helsing. Oh. oh, you just watched that one recently. We, we, uh, used the, um, the Blu-ray you sent me, Derek. Yeah. To, to watch oh. Van Helsing. Yeah. You mean the 4K ultra high definition Blu-ray Yeah, but... To which but you I didn't don't buy a player to watch it on. I don't have 4K, but it I had know. a Blu-ray. <laughs> it had a, a Blu-ray disc, so that's what we used. I didn't realize how long that film was. Yeah, was that was. Lengthy. And the and the, uh, what's her name? The Kate Beckinsale. Man, man, she got swung around so much in that movie. I know. <laughs> it's like she was being thrown here and there and getting banged around like, and everything. You can't get a break. <laughs> I mean, just the little corset thing looked like that hurt my ribs watching, and it was just... Oh, I know, right? I wonder yeah. wonder how hard it was for her to breathe. Probably pretty hard. Double for it all. She was, she's just a diva. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the, yeah. um... Very, the, I, mean, I said after we finished watching it, very 2000s. The CGI yeah. is yeah. obviously the weakest part of the film. I, I still like it. I still enjoy it, but, um... Yeah, the CGI wasn't. wasn't so. I, and I remember when it came, I remember before it came out, they had a website dedicated to it. And you'd go to the website and it was just him in that cap, that type of hat he wore and the, the leather, the jacket and everything. I wonder and this how. castle behind him and it would ha it had thunder in the background. And I was so amped to watch it. Mm. And then I never saw it in theaters. I don't know why I didn't, just didn't go. I think it had a... If I, memory serves, and I don't know if it was an anime thing because that was a trend with Universal back then for some of their big. There was things, like it, a thirty-minute prequel yeah. film or whatever that came out. I know Something they did like the that. same for Riddick uh, or Chronicles of Riddick. It was okay. uh, they did one for that, and can't think hmm. of any others off the top of my head. But I remember Van Helsing and Chronicles of Riddick had uh, prequels. Um, that's something about checking out. I know you like that that style, Arturo. Yeah, Arturo. He does. He's into anime. He, he probably I would like that. I was gonna say, like, I wonder if that's why, um, like, in the anime Helsing, I think there is, like, sort of a quick flashback of Van Helsing wearing a hat like that. Really? Yeah, it was like, I think. I don't remember more, that at all. 
Yeah, I mean, you, I know in the second episode you don't see him with a hat, but like I think it's like near the end of the show, there's like a flashback. You see a group of guys like that's during the Dracula book, and I think one of them is Van Helsing wearing that type of hat. And I think that might be the same hat Alucard wears in the show. He does wear a hat similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, with the wide brim and a yeah. little taller than normal. With those, whatever uh, that thing um, is called, Sarah Connor glasses. Oh yeah, right. He does wear those. Um, so, okay, so I have a soft spot for King Arthur. Me oh, too. Yeah. I was going to mention that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a yeah. Great, cool. I like the soundtrack. I thought yeah. it was really good. I remember I would uh, watch our home videos and play that song and 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 play the video in slow <laughs> slow motion. Yes, you would. T- you took that song. And you would play it while you were watching a video of Apapa trying to kick our dog, Dora. <laughs> no, no, no. She, well, he wasn't kicking our dog. He was chasing he was, the other neighbor's dog. He was chasing dog. Sandy, the neighbor's dog. Yeah, he was chasing Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd come walking back to the house and you'd play it in slow motion and it's playing the King Arthur music. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, I mean, was a war veteran after all. That's right, he was. Poor Apapa. <laughs> and I would say, what's the girl's name that played um Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Yeah, she was she was pretty brutal in this movie. <laughs> like especially the final yeah. battle. Oh man. That's such a crush on Kira. Like, she was just, like oh like holy cow, way different character. <laughs> I gave up so, that crush Colin, she still looks good. Oh for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> that movie ended up different. I was not expecting certain things to happen in that movie, especially with Lancelot, just knowing the whole lore of King Arthur and Guinevere and Lancelot. So I wasn't expecting the ending that we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Skargard was, yeah, he was really good oh, in that. He was, yeah. that was. I remember when I found scary. out about how good Skargard was. You mean the main villain in that movie? It was like King Arthur and some yeah. other movies around the same time. I saw them all in at the same time. And I was like, this guy is cool. Because when you see them yeah. all at the same time, you really see they're all different. I think he was also in Pirates, Dead Man's Chest. I think he played. Yes. The he, dad, was, he, right? was he bootstrapped? Yeah, he was bootstrapped. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was oh, that he's been around King forever, Arturo. And another movie that I saw all in like the same year. And he oh, was all dear. different in all of them and really good in all of them. And I was like, this guy, you know, most of the time I don't really notice. They don't, no one sticks out to me as being like, this guy can act. But he did. And I was so stoked when he got cast in Dune. because Oh, even the guy yeah. from uh, Black was, Widow was, was in there. there. Um, so, all right, I'm assuming oh, yeah, this the is Englishman. Tim. Englishman, he's in everything. Is this Tim? Yes. Okay. That's uh. <laughs> we were talking about King Arthur, um, that movie, and talking about uh, is Stellan, right? Stellan's his first name? Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård, yeah. I had completely forgotten that he was the baddie in there. And he was just, I, he was very intimidating. Yeah. As and a bad would guy. Would you say it's pretty his- historically accurate? I don't know. To the times. About- I, I don't know. I don't know either. I forget. Was he the is he the dad? He was the Saxon, yeah. the yeah. Saxon father. Yeah, the the main bad guy. He was kind of like calm, collective, but also brutal at the he same time. He was brutal. Yeah, 
It was good. Absolutely. I enjoy that film. I've I've yeah. always liked it. I, I, I something about I don't know the score, the way certain scenes were shot. It's it's not the best movie ever, but I have a don't soft forget spot about for the it. guy that was in Black Widow. He was in it. Wait, wait. You know I who mean? I'm talking about, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the dude who played the bad guy. Oh gosh. Yeah. You he know, played in we Beowulf. Were... When we were I watching, it was like, man, that guy looks, <laughs> that guy looks really, where am I? Oh, Black Widow. And, and uh, Joel Edgerton was in it. Mm-hmm. And then also dude who plays um, in the new Fantastic Beast movie. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. I can never, Mads. Mads, Mads Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. He was in it. Yeah, yeah. there were all these people cool. in there. Dang, I forgot all these people were in here. I forgot all them too. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it a few times. The Russian who doesn't sound right. Right, him. Yeah. Yeah, him. <laughs> like cool Motley crew. Where Clive goes to hold them, yeah, like, and he comes and he stands up on the hill, and he's got his, he's all oh, yeah. geared up, and he's got the little flag or whatever, and he's just standing there, and it's playing that score as his men yeah, are leaving. Like... Yeah, it was just I, something about the way that was done. I just, I, I really liked it. Oh no, two thousand, two thousand movies are very nostalgic. I remember when you were watching that, um, like in the late two thousands. King Arthur, yeah. Well, I've like, seen remember, it multiple times. I remember the scene where they're on the ice. Yeah, that scene. Yeah, I, I like that, scene. that. I just, yeah, and, and you know, something ends up happening, but yeah. Those yeah, like I the like, army like marching it. from the other side, and then it starts to crack. Yeah, that. Just him and the standard, right. That's what it's called. Standard. So this is the um the, the one with uh, Clive Owen, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it also had the uh, speaking of Fantastic Four, it had the guy from the yes like, two thousand four yes Fantastic that Four guy. Then too. Mm-hmm. He was okay. Lance a lot. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was an interesting take on the movie. Uh, mm. Throwing For a little bit story. of like this, this like yeah. touch of mysticism, but not mysticism. Oh, and Merlin, like, like with like with Merlin, Merlin. Was there too. Yeah, like a, like a little hints of it, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't fantasy. The guy yeah. from um 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 was it Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of reminded yeah. me a little bit. He reminded me for some reason of uh, Obi-Wan because he had the beard and stuff. Well, you know, he, he played. He's in Obi-Wan. He's in Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Enough. For some reason, I'm like, man, you know. Because the way his he, beard he was. And like Obi-Wan. Like, he could be like a double ganger. He does look kind of like. And in the trailer, he looks like Ewan, kind of. They don't look that different. Yeah. Anyway, good film. Uh, we oh, also I, saw... I Robot. Yeah, I was going to yeah. touch on that one next. I, I don't know. I saw it, and I don't know, it feels... I was a little underwhelmed. It felt too CG heavy to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> yes, underwhelmed with it when I finally saw it, too. I remember when it came out of money, and everyone... It was one of those movies that everyone seemed to have seen. And saw it, I was oh, I had a lot of hype. Like Will Smith is back. This is gonna be you know the next Independence Day, Men in Black movie. And that cheesy little thing. I didn't. I thought it felt kind of cringy to me when they were like, oh, he's retro. When he ordered under shoes, wherever. Oh or, yeah, the shoes. The two thousand four yeah. models, and you're like, oh, we're <laughs> to, yeah, um, yeah, where right. the marketing from that came. You know, These I, are I they, they Actually, I think I like this better than Independence Day, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I, you mean iRobot? Yeah. Crazy. I liked it better than Independence it was, Day. 
Oh my! I, I'd say I'd say for rewatchability <laughs> and just concept alone, I probably I would feel the same. No, oh <laughs> we are disappointing <laughs> Colin. <laughs> and maybe it's just the CG. The story's not as bad. But the CG robots just. The, no, the CG is terrible. The CG is terrible. Again, yeah. it's just the fact that it's the the source material is based off of. Um, right, I, I like that more Isaac than I Asimov? like the Independence Day one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Isaac Asimov. It was either that or Philip K. Dick. I mean, those guys kind of for right. me they kind of run the same with their uh, right, right, classic sci-fi their source material. Anyway, it was Asimov. Asimov. It was okay. Asimov. okay. Okay. Um the the Born Supremacy. The second yeah. born movie. I like that one. That's I, yeah. that's I, yeah. out of out of all the borns, that was my favorite. That's your favorite. Okay. I actually like yeah. so far, probably like because it has my boy Carl Urban in it. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He plays a that's... Russian. He plays a Russian assassin. Yeah. He was Whose birthday is it? Happy birthday to you. Hey, Sin, do they know the story of Carl? Do they know the story of you and Carl? I have mentioned it on my channel. How you guys go way back? Yeah, Carl and I, we go way back. Way back. Back to 2019. Yeah. I've I've talked about it on my channel, but I don't remember if I've mentioned it in any of the live streams. It's on YouTube. Well, I'll go ahead and sum it up for you guys. It was my cloud nine (laughs) moment where my book that I wrote, my first book, my mag, I guess you'd say my, my opus, was actually putting his hands in his hands, his kiwi laden hands, <laughs> at a convention. Yeah, and he wow. said Dragon. he was going to read it, and I was like, I'll hold him to it. <laughs> yeah, well, he it read was a little bit. Of it, it was well. He started to read it in the panel. Is this yours? It was exciting um, yeah, and very intimidating, and I only did it because Timothy asked me to give it to him because he knew I was going to be going to Dragon Con. And he, he was like, do whatever you have to. Sell your body if you have to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then he's like, I would, but, you know, I you know, I can't. I'm not there or whatever. And so I made it into his panel and just barely made it into his panel. And it was a big room with a thousand people. Wow. And I was the second person to get up and talk at the microphone. Wow. And I was scared to freaking death. I was so scared. Never done anything like that before. And someone filmed the whole panel. So I did like a reaction to it on my channel, cool. reacting to that point when I um, I was cool. talking to him and I was I, I said you know my my brother asked me to do this the only reason I'm doing this he asked me to give you you know he's a big fan of yours he wrote this book he, he's such a fan of yours that the first book he wrote he modeled the character after you like you were his like you were basically Carl was what Tim imagined cool. when he wrote his book. And so I was like, is it okay if I, can I give it to you? Or if it's not appropriate to give it to you here, can I send it somewhere? You know, because I was going to leave right after the panel. I wasn't going to go meet him or do autographs or anything. And the guy who was hosting the panel said something like, you just give it to so-and-so and and we'll, you know, give it to him. I was like, okay. And Carl was like, no, 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 bring it up bring it up now. So, you know, like, I'll, I'll take it now. So I give it to this dude and the dude goes and gives it to Carl. And I was on the front row and the dude gives it to Carl. And then Carl starts looking through it. And he, he says to the audience, he's like, um, talk, talk, amongst, am- talk amongst yourselves, you know, like I'm going to read yeah. this book. So we opened the book and he started reading it. He started reading it. And then at some point he started reading it in like in William Shatner's accent. Yeah, and- P- people started shouting out for him to read it out loud. Yeah, read it out loud. Yeah, like, started reading it. it. 
Yeah. And then Jack wow. Quaid, Jack Quaid's sitting beside him, and they're both looking. And it was cool because they're looking at pictures that Matt drew for the book, so that was exciting. Awesome, so then he walked crowd. out. You know, he said he would read it, and he and as he walked out in the video, you can see him holding the book. I'm like, well, I hope yeah. he read it. I don't know, but. If I go back to Dragon Con and if I make it into his panel, I'll be like, so did you read the book and when are you going to be in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> when that so, makes me curious, is there like, you have like a version of like a character Urban played that you like the archetype, like Aomer from Lord of the Rings or just. Yeah, like who did you model him after? Like, I know we're going off okay, on a tangent. Actually, speak, speaking of the Born Supremacy, I based him off of that that look of really? him when hmm. he was in the Born Supremacy of how, of how wow. he looked, yeah. Cool. Okay. Was he um, American? But, but I also. What's the book about? Is erotic fiction or? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. He's on to me. He's on to me. No, uh, it was. It was basically like that kind of look. And did you ever watch that show? Um, it was called Almost Human with Carl Urban. Yo, yeah, yeah, um, that's such a good show. So, yeah, it only had one season, unfortunately. But it was him with um, oh, what's that guy's? Is it James Ely? Uh, yeah, Michael the, Ely. My, Michael yeah, Ely. Mike, it was Michael with him Ely, and Michael yeah. Ely. It kind of had an iRobot feel to it, but mm -hmm. it was it was like around that time period where where I was like starting to write the book, and I think I was watching that, and I'd like Carl anyway. I thought always thought he was a very underrated actor, um, and so when I when I wrote the book, I latched onto him as like he's underrated man. Like he would he'd knock this role out of the you know out of the park and so it's interesting because i wrote it it's been all these years ago over 10 years ago um so now it wouldn't really work because he's he's probably getting too old for the for the role of the character but that would back be in the so day, cool that, though, that, wouldn't it? that's how it was going through my mind yeah so cool. that's that's a carl or, or boy we took a tangent sorry about that but that was well, we did. To go back to born to be honest memories, I, mean, I, yeah, born. I, liked, I yeah i liked the second one just as much as i liked the first one <laughs> They both to me they're both equal. Yeah, Which, that, you know, I enjoyed it. Then would you say you liked it better than the first one, or you like the first one better than the second one? I don't know. One? It's it's hard to say because I really enjoyed the first one. I think the first and, and the first one has like probably one of my favorite car chase scenes. Oh yeah. <laughs> um Oh yeah, that was that was a pretty good chase. That that actually kind of yeah. had a very um I think we mentioned it before, but it had a very Ronin feel to it. Realistic. Uh, That's right. We did talk about that. Ronan had a really, really good car chase as well. It was more of a realistic yeah. car chase. Like I could see that happening in real life. It was well done, I thought. It but I don't know. Ready, I, it's kind of hard to compare them. And I saw the third one, but I haven't I think I might have seen the four the fourth one with Jeremy Renner, maybe like in the background. So I feel like I'd like to rewatch all of them. I never saw the last one that came out. Was that any good? The one called Jason Bourne? I have me, that. Me neither. I was going to ask you that right now because I stopped at the Bourne Legacy, which was with Jeremy Renner. Jason Bourne was pretty good. It was all right. But yeah, that's you. I think you you sent me that too, um, Derek. Jason yeah. Bourne. I sent you yeah. boxes and boxes and I sent you digital one. Do you have the? I think I asked you the Bourne thing like fifteen times. I can't remember. I think we do. I think we have all of the Bourne movies on Voodoo, okay. right, Tim? I think we have all yes. of them. Yeah. Yes, we do. And who, who's who's that with the Passion of the Christ, Jim Caviezel? This is Simon. Who do you think it is? is? Simon? I was yes. making sure because I, I I don't I don't know who who it was, but I was like. At first, I was like, "Man, that's a really bloody Chuck Norris," and then I'm looking closer, and I'm like, "Oh no, that's Jim Caviezel." Chuck Norris doesn't. Bleed. All right, 
<laughs> no, he doesn't. That's why I was confused. That's right. I was shocked. How dare I was like, you who, think who, that? Who did that to my boy? <laughs> they massacred him. Oh, Finn, your favorite movie, Catwoman. Oh, jeez. Why are we oh, even no. talking about this one? What? I, I wasn't even going to mention man. that at all. <laughs> yeah. I was oh, okay. I'll, I'll mention one that I have a soft spot for. That it's okay. not a great movie. Wouldn't be top five, but I watched it a lot. It's it's not as good. King Arthur is actually a pretty decent movie. I watched it a ton because it was Keira Knightley in an action movie. So the same thing with Resident Evil Apocalypse. Oh yeah, Arturo oh, watched that. Emilio Jovovich in an action movie, and Mike Epps was in it, and like he was funny. And it, I mean, it's not great, but I watched it a lot. I had before the, the times. I guess you could. <laughs> Yeah, I just like I like tomboy action, like skinny, tough female action stars. Bill like Valentine, they're tough and cool and shooting guns. So did did you like Domino? Oh yeah, I love. I had Domino. Oh yeah, because Kara Knightley, right? Yeah, it was the yeah. whole thing. It was dead, you know, pirates, Domino, King Arthur, um, and then Pride and Prejudice, which was actually like a sweet movie, but like. I watched all those movies a lot when I, when I found out in that, you know, 06, 05, 06 era. Yeah. Big fan. So, yeah, Resident Evil Apocalypse, Melio. And that was, for some reason, my favorite one of all those Melio really? Evil movies. I don't really know why. Maybe it's because Mike Epps was in it and he was kind of funny. And maybe it's because I, I like that they were kind of just running around the city instead of being kind of in one In one location. Area. You know, initially, that was my favorite. But I think probably the first one is my favorite. Well, I, a lot of people like the second game because it expanded upon the first one, which the second one has to do with Outbreak and Raccoon City. And they yeah. just took elements from that for this movie. Except they well, merged, like, the third one. As far, because as far still, as I know, like, the movies weren't like the games at all. Like the movie, well, okay, I could give them one credit in this movie. They did get Nemesis right because he looked. that's what he looked like in the game. Yeah, but for me, like, the games were much more, like, slow and atmospheric, kind of horror. Uh, and the, the, the movies were more kind of action. They were more fast yeah. action. Mm -hmm. I've never had yeah. that creepy sense where, like, oh. like, I imagine, like, a good Resident Evil movie would be lots of slow, creeping building suspense and, like, a haunted house, which none of the movies, all the movies were, like, action movies, which almost, they could just be called something else, and it, it'd be fine to me. And um, sin that uh, that girl, the the news reporter in the movie, the one that was in Terminator. Oh yeah, and she was in Terminator, was, um, Gen uh, Terminator, um, Genesis, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and Fear the Walking Dead, another zombie. zombie oh thing. yeah, yeah, that's right. I kept forgetting she was in there. Yeah, because we were watching like, man, she looks kind of like that that actress. Does she eat this too? No. Hey, Mary. Hola, Mary. Yeah, just, they, they hear you. Hold, hold on just a second. That's okay. Um, so I was going to say, um, the girl that was in, um, uh, the, what was that movie called again uh, with Denzel Washington? Uh, Man on Fire. Man on Fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah the girl that was in there and oh, yeah. the girl that was in, in um, Resident Evil Apocalypse, the news report. They both, like, they both they, aged well. They've aged well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't, I can't keep forgetting what her name is. The oh. girl in, um, the girl in Man on Fire. 
Shoot, she's Dakota got a different Fanny. name. Oh, yeah, it's Dakota Fanning. Yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, the the wife. Yeah. The mother. The the mother in Man on Fire. She's got a different name. That's going to bug me now. I the first time I noticed her was um, clips of Silent Hill. Um, no. Um, Rada Mitchell. Yeah, her. Her. Oh. I think that my favorite. Obviously, the, I think the best character in the um, Resident Evil movie would be Jill. I thought she was cool. Mm-hmm. When when I when I watched it the first time. I love those Chippy. Resident Evil movies, and I like how they like just like Underworld. Like they'll just every few years just pop out a new one. And it says yeah. just we all just flock and go. Oh, okay, cool. And they're they're kind of nonsensical to it, you know. And, and not very good, yeah. Well, they're they're just visual treats, I suppose. And they uh, they're they're simple and they they satisfy a little uh, I don't know, brain dead. Uh, I like them. I dig them. And I, I I keep buying the box sets every single time they come out. <laughs> and I think I bought all like, of them like five times over. Oh <laughs> my like, gosh, Derek. my friend Matt, who just buys everything. Yeah. Pretty much, man. So I even have yeah, a PlayStation the, Portable. I heard the, the the new one was not that great. Uh, the movie. I had entertained the idea of going to see it, and then I heard it was how terrible it was. I, yeah, they tried to merge both two and three into one. I don't know how you could do that. It was all right. I, it was very more. I think they they tried to to meet that want that like. Um, Colin was mentioning where it's more kind of it's a slower taste, uh, more atmospheric. They want they didn't want to go full, uh, you know, Mila Jovovich um, with her wire team type stuff, you know. But uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. I just it wasn't. It just felt different to me. Mm. Maybe um, at some point I'll but... check it out on one of the streaming. So then there's the Manchurian Candidate that was already brought up. Yeah. Well, there was one movie that came out this year that I didn't think I was going to like, but I actually thought it was pretty fetch. And oh. that is Mankerman. You mean? Like Ron Burgundy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, you were, I, yeah. I honestly thought I thought you were going to say, when you said fetch, I was going to say Mean Girls came out that year? I was <laughs> going to say Mean Girls, but then I changed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Anchorman was. It was a surprise hit for me as well. I thought it was just, the dialogue in itself was funny. Oh, it like seems it. like the hit, like like the hits just kept coming. As as the movie went on, it was absolutely ridiculous. But I don't know. There's something about it that was that was funny. I thought it was one of those interesting things because that that was um, kind of in that period of time with comedy. You know, the whole Will Ferrell. He was getting really really big at that point, and yeah. um, where they were doing a lot of the. And you didn't know this until you you know look interviews and behind the scenes stuff. But that was where they started kind of just the scripting would be like an outline, and they would ad lib so much. They would just throw things at the wall just over and over and over. And um, if you see, like, with Anchorman, they actually have a, 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 a sequel DVD they released, which is just, like, another two hours of, of subplots and ad-libs and things that they didn't use all thrown together to, you know, get you to buy another copy. But um, I thought it was really interesting because I, like, started off a whole trend. You watch a lot of those comedies um, in the mid-2000s into the early 2000s. A lot of it, it was very common for them to have that ad-lib style. They were just like launching random things at him, and, and I think Will Ferrell kind of he like got Adam Sandler. He kind of got slow and soft at it, but um, that was Anchorman was a pretty cool moment. I thought. Yeah, and, they 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 really followed up with it with a uh, with Step Brothers. Uh, oh. That it was the same thing. That's why they have like the like the outtakes are just 
more cuts of the same scene with dialogue that just wasn't used because they were just it's like they were just like oh it's spaghetti western but in a comical way yep we give them the power to just riff it just just go for it just just here's the scenario you just just shoot at the wall see what sticks what's good and um, sometimes they got gold out of it they really did but you know it can backfire though we did that in uh the all-female ghostbusters reboot and that was awful no then yeah, I never, know. never saw that one. Well, it's because they're girls, and girls aren't funny. Huh? That's true. You know, be a good a segue to main girls. Same jokes. Everyone would have been laughing. You just know. <laughs> Some people That's just funny. can't tell a joke. <laughs> no man. Um, the village also came out this year. You never saw that one. That was one I had recommended for you. Yeah. Is it is it good? I personally enjoyed it. It's not my favorite M Night Shyamalan, uh, but I still I liked it too. It. Yeah, Simon. Like it's different. I didn't. I hadn't heard of it at all. Uh-huh. I just came in one night stoned and <laughs> cooked is some. Is that food, why you liked it? Because you were put stoned. on a movie and just this weird movie that I didn't even see. I, did, I missed the title, so I didn't even know what it was called. So for like oh, you didn't years know afterwards. What- yeah, for years afterwards, I didn't know what this movie was called. That's cool. Oh, interesting. And uh, yeah, I just watched it going in completely blind and thought it was actually kind of cool. Probably yeah, better I, really to see it. There was this, I, I feel like um, I a, lot of, a lot of people felt like it was a disappointment. And I don't I remember, it might have been a disappointment theatrically. But um, I think because it was presented as as this one genre and you find out it was something quite a bit different. That's, that's a big part of it too. Yeah. But I, for some reason, for whatever reason, I guess I, I went in there just with the expectation. Oh, it's in night Shyamalan. There's going to be a twist. And what is this? And I, I liked it. I, I've seen it probably two or three times and I wouldn't have minded watching it again. We just never got around to that one. I think you would like it too. There's Arthur. so many films to catch up on. There was a lot that I wrote down actually to watch. I mean, I've never seen, got around to I've seen a so bit many of them. Yeah, but there's a lot that I haven't. I think oh. the hype I think I had for that was unreal. <laughs> like, I think I, I had I had way crazy hype for a lot of Simon for yeah, a lot Simon. of these. He, he went away. Aww. <laughs> Like, oh, uh, really? as far as the village, I felt like the village was much better than Blair Witch Project. I did not talk like about that movie. I'm clutching I, my pearls. I, you can't see it right now. Uh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought Blair Witch was overrated. I, I wasn't super I'm impressed with it. Well, vibe with it. You have the right to be wrong, and I would never <laughs> want to get right from you. I think part of the reason is because I'm just not a big fan of the home video footage type of. You were uh, a fan, but with there was one. no genre then at that point. Sin, this was. I this, know it this... was one of the first, but I watched it and I was just underwhelmed. I just, I just, it, I mean, I, I think it's cool that they that it became such a big hit. You know, it was like yeah. this this well, film you... they made on like shoestring budget and it exploded. That's awesome. Yeah. But I just is the overall the whole the package. I just was. And if you super... were alive in 1999, that was like you could not escape that, that film i was, like, was definitely was, alive in 99 yeah. and i remember the hype yeah. i remember the hype because it was initially being marketed as actual real found footage you know people thought it was people real. believed it was real i mean mm-hmm. i can I, I can name names of people who told me oh no it's real it's a real thing yeah of course yeah. now they, they don't of course conveniently don't remember it they claim that but 
you know, I do. Uh, well, that was one of the first things I looked up. I was trying to verify, is this really real? And then, of course, immediately you find out it's not. And right. so well, then... They did that same stunt with the first Fatal Frame game based on true events or something. It's a tactic. Well, the tagline, I remember the first time I saw the poster for that. Um, I saw, I think it was when I saw uh, Phantom Menace the in theaters. Yeah. And, and they had a, po you know, they had all these movie posters up. And it was just cre looked creepy as heck when they were like, you know, in 94, these four, these three campers went searching, went in the woods looking for the Blair Witch. They went missing and then their footage was found. Here it is. You know, it's like, I just remember it was very, at least when I was 13, I thought it was really like unsettling. Like it just, it sounded mm. very, so intriguing. Had its hooks in me right from the beginning. And um, I don't know, I, I dug it, man. I thought it was pretty creepy. And I thought the Heather Donahue, especially, I thought she did really good. Um, yeah. That was yeah. the girl with the snot bubbles, right? Yeah, uh, that was Sherry O'Terry. Uh, <laughs> okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Very infamous scene, right? Yes, I know. Yeah. And obviously, another really good film of this year is Collateral. Like Tom Cruise movies. I'll be right back. What what did you say, Derek? Uh, did... The Dighty, the God, Tom Cruise. Uh, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was making a facetious remark there about oh, his okay. out of the whole movie. Actually, right, the, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I find it really hard to watch because of the DV cameras. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about um, collateral? Yeah. The the DV cameras? Digital video. Why it was one of the first uses of uh, sort of cheap digital video cameras. Really? And it, yeah, just it doesn't look right. That became oh, like a really? trend. Michael Mann used. I think he did use it also at points in Miami Vice. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it became in the mid two thousands. You'd see a lot. It was common to see things filmed like that. And I remember it was it was very it was jarring initially. And I still like. It didn't age well, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, until um, kind of like the shaky came cam out. thing, remember that trend? The shaky yeah, cam, the trend shaky in the cam, mid 2000s. Yeah. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. I know the boards had that. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's in my top say, three collateral. Yeah, I was going to say, like, obviously, the, my favorite scene in the whole movie was probably that, that, um, was it like a club, a dance in club? The, in the Korean nightclub? Yeah, yeah, with the song playing. Where they played Ready, Steady, Go? Yeah, Ready, Steady, Go, yeah. All over the field. That was yeah. my favorite scene. Yeah, that was a cool scene. I like that scene. And then that forgot that playing, and then there's a bit of a shootout. Oh, yeah, there was a bit of a shootout. Just, just a bit of one. And my gosh, Tom Cruise was so brutal in that movie. Yeah, he was like, like the Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. Sorry I reminded you, Steve. You can probably go back and forget it. <laughs> I like Javier Bardem in, Bardem in that movie. I thought yeah, he was I'd pretty cool. I'd forgotten he was in there. And Jason Statham, don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had like, right. he was in the... like a one and, second and, part in there. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo, he looked completely different. <laughs> he did. He and, looked completely and different in that movie. He, and I remember like what happened to him shocked me so much. I was not expecting that at all. I was like, oh man, <laughs> dang. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I just, I had something about it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very well done. The dynamic between the the characters, yeah, the cab driver, and I think Vincent was the, Vincent was the, was Vincent the cabbie, or was he the uh, or Jamie Fox? No, I think he. Vincent that was, was the cabbie, yeah. Yeah, the cabbie, 
and I can't remember the the hitman's name, but just their dynamic throughout the evening was it was interesting. Like that part where he was he was giving him pointers on how to stand up for himself to his boss. <laughs> oh yeah, and then going to see funny. his mom. Yeah, and then they went. They went to go see. She held you for nine months. Scared you for nine months. You can get her some flowers, and then he goes and offers his mom the flowers, and she's like, "Why? I want the flowers for." And then when he finds, she finds out they were from Tom Cruise's character. She's like, "Oh, "Oh, they're so lovely." (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. That was fun. Yeah, Yeah. fun movie. Vincent was the hitman. Max was the cabbie. Max was the cabbie. Vincent was the hitman. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. Well, the, the, see, the, the, well, the confusing part is that he goes around calling himself Vincent, remember? Mm-hmm. So that's probably where you were confused. So. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah that, he had to pose as him when he went into yeah, the, uh, yeah. the... Right, right, right. That's yeah, let's see what you're so really he, he, kept, he, kept, he, kept, he kept saying, I'm Vincent, I'm Vincent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so another movie that I really regret I did not see on the big screen was National Treasure. Oh, yeah. That came out this year. And I, I really. too. I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was pretty fun. I actually wouldn't mind watching it again. Yeah. And, and I've got a, a few more to mention. I was going to talk about the Polar Express. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. That movie yeah. made me um, motion sickness. Yeah, you and me both. We both went out and about had almost had to barf. <laughs> I guess we were watching it in 3D. <laughs> that was no, a big mistake. I did not. Yeah, that was like the worst. Like... I was okay up until the part where they're like on the ice, and okay, then the, everything else is just so vague because I had my eyes shut the whole time because I was feeling sick. I think the part that got me was when the ticket was fluttering through the air, and you were like following the ticket. No, I just and what that was like, that was terrible. Was that even a was that like a different movie theater we went to? I remember it was. Yeah, different. that was an IMAX. That was an IMAX screen. Oh no wonder. Yep. Uh, so, and Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, we never got around to watching that. Yeah, yeah it was like awful. Two, 2004 was like the year of uh, of, of him in general. Uh, I can't, he, yeah, um, goodness gracious, um, Jude Law, who, yeah, Jude Law, he was like in so many movies that year. I remember it was, it was pretty, yeah, he ridiculous. Really... Look, yeah, he, he blew up, really cool, had that. Cool aesthetic that they that you know I remember at the time when it came out it was a big to do and then it just didn't really take off no mm. fun um, yeah the way they made it was interesting but yeah um, it was like filmed versus... completely on green screen which you know took over later on you know that became like a big trend and cheap way to make mo- big but make movies look big that didn't have a big budget but right um, yeah. at the time it's I remember it stick standing out like that and. Um, and we had Angelina Jolie at the time. She had that was another like follow up that was a disappointment. Her star was showing the first signs of fading a bit. Um, I think Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. also played in it, right? Yeah, yeah. This was pre Goop. <laughs> yeah, right. Pre Iron Man too. Um, okay, pre vagina so- scented candles. I was gonna yeah, Goop. That's, that's the brand. <laughs> Who here watched? Don't ask me how I know. I haven't ordered any. I promise. (laughs) You sure? (laughs) What are we saying, Arturo? Uh, I was just gonna say, who here has watched Alien versus Predator? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, is that two thousand? Oh, I I don't think I've seen it. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I. uh, Gosh, that was, you know, that was that was an interesting one. I I don't know. 
it should have been a very violent movie, but instead it was very juvenile. I don't. Know. It was. It. It honestly, did, it didn't really make much sense either. Like, you know, you watch these the old aliens movies. The things happen, and then like it's it's on the ship for a couple of days, and then it's growing and it's getting bigger. But like in this movie, they're they're like full grown adults and less than like they they they've set in a body, they burst out of a body, and they're full grown. In, in under an hour, and it's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> right. Well, everyone watched well, the, uh, everyone seen the teaser for Prey? Yeah, yeah. I have not. That's the new uh, yeah. Predator. Freak oh, no, I haven't. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen I saw that. It's in the Discord. It's like a prequel. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I, I think I may have put it on my to watch list, so I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. They're going back to uh, eight ancient times. Yes. Does that look? Predator Does that look? versus Comanche. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Comanches? Uh, I watched that. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Maybe. Oh, no. Another good movie from this year. Uh, Cellular. Cellular. I love yeah. that film. Jason Statham. It's <laughs> fun. It's now. so fun. The, the comedy and the tension. And I don't know. I just, I, I, could, I could watch that film so many times. Yeah, Kim Basinger, remember? Kim Basinger, yeah. yeah. She left Alec Baldwin at that point and, you know, really dodged a bullet. What was that? <laughs> yeah, li- li- literally. literally. <laughs> oh, the pun. Okay. You know what? So that house that, that she was kept at, where she, and then they brought her son there, that looks so much like the house from, I believe, the second season of Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That looks like the place where Sarah Connor and the female Terminator and John hold up hmm. and lived for a bit. So now I feel like I want to go back and rewatch the series just to see if that's the house. Probably is because a lot of those people list their homes through. Yeah. Get, films get they get reused for movie shoots. Yeah, um, yeah. There's and it one was house California, so. in California in uh, and that was used for Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. You've seen that one. And then you watch like all these movies, like Chuck Norris. I'm mean, sorry, um, a couple canon movies were filmed there through the '80s. I mean, you start seeing like I know that house, you know, and and uh, so it's pretty common. They they recycle that stuff. They put their house up for listing, and movie crews run them out, and they uh, yeah. make a lot of money that way. I can imagine. So it's very it's very plausible what you're saying is true. It's not just not just old age memory. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know. I know. I do think it was because it's a it was a unique house and a unique setting and I just feel like it was. Uh-huh. And there were only two more I was going to mention uh, myself just to like throw out there to talk about. One was The Grudge. Oh, oh yeah, I yes. saw that. Yes, I love that movie. I'm Sin. You should know I'm a big fan of the, the whole franchise. Maybe you've noticed that by now. Um, <laughs> maybe you haven't. I don't know. But well, I saw I'm- it. Arturo watched it. I watched it just because I was like in a fatal frame mood. And I am curious to watch like the original version because that's in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, It's just an Americanized version, but it's it's like a copy and paste just with Americans in it. And it's got, um, you say it's got Sam, Sam Raimi's brother? Yeah, Ted Raimi. He he ran the clinic that, uh, or whatever the social services clinic that sent uh, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, you know, that was all tied into yeah. the home and everything. I just thought it was kind of funny to see him in it because I kind of viewed him as kind of like this comedic guy 
Yeah. Right. In the Spider-Man. And it's funny, he was both in this and in Spider-Man 2 that same year. Right, yeah. It, it, I, you know, he, comedy actors are, are really the best actors. To, I mean, like, I think they are anyways, because you know how many guys, how many people try to do comedy and can't? Like, like it's known with, like, when you hear actors talk and stuff, like the professional ones in there, it's like, like with Jim Carrey in particular, always wanted to branch out and prove that he's a straight actor. You know, he's always trying to prove something. They're like, dude, why are you branching out? And, do you know how hard it is to do comedy? We all wish we could do comedy, but we can't, mm. you know? And it's, Ted, I think once you can do that, you can kind of do everything below. And then, you know, Ted was adequate. I mean, he, he's, uh, he was in the Evil Dead movie. You know, he had a little rolls in those. And, um, no, he, he's very well-versed um, actor. But, um, but yeah, if you, if you like, what did you think of the grudge then, Arturo? Did you care for I it mean, or what? I, I liked it, but it, you know, it's like that typical horror ending. Oh yeah. Yeah. But no, like what the thing against me was and with did you see the second one then? I take he hasn't, didn't. He hasn't okay. seen that one yet, no. Okay, they um that one gets uh, even more kind of layered with the conflicting times though you know different realities all kind of blending together past and present uh possess- they cut out a whole subplot of possession in the 2004 grudge which i really liked but um i thought the cast was just phenomenal in that movie like you had such a talented cast yay uh, in the first you talking about the first one in the grudge the grudge uh, yeah. yeah okay okay i mean you can look at it and it's, it was very timely also at the time in 2004 if you had you know sarah michelle geller and uh, Jason Burr and um, uh, Bill Pullman. Katie oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's why he was in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had the um. Oh, his his scenes memorable in the beginning. Do you remember that one scene? Oh yeah. <laughs> Remind me because happened, while he was watching it, I was working. The first thing that happens. Spoiler alert for anybody, but the first thing that happens is you see him kind of looking nervous, and then he just he jumps off, jumps out off the building. Oh, okay. okay. From his balcony, he just kind of leans over and falls. And there's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it yeah. It was pretty uh-huh. gross and graphic. You see his legs all. It was, I remember being yeah. pretty nasty. And, um, it's also got the girl from uh, the faculty. Yeah, uh, Clea Duvall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that I always remembered about that movie was the sound that that oh, ghost yeah, yeah. thing made. It was super creepy. Like this Bro. inhale of, of breath while you're making a sound, while you're making a noise, it's creepy. That was actually the director, uh, Takashi Shimizu. He did the, he did the, uh, uh, you know, he did that oh, with, his, okay. with his throat. He really practiced that was it. Him. And he said it was supposed to be since the husband had broken uh, Kayako, the wife, he'd, you know, broken her neck. That was the, her trying to to speak or vocalize with oh, a broken okay. trachea. Yeah, they showed a flashback oh, okay. of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. But, um, sorry, I, I've totally gone fanboy on that series. Well, I fucking I, love it. I do, a, I, I do have a question. So, who, 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 between The Ring, which is all, was also a Japanese thing, and then The Grudge, which is the best? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to say The Grudge, but I know a lot of people love The Ring, and The Ring being a Pacific Northwest movie, I have to, I feel like I'm being very um, treasonous. By not my, choosing it, right? <laughs> yeah, because uh-huh. I, I've, I recognize and I've walked down the same, I've seen all the locations they filmed it and stuff at, but um, no, I, I like The Grudge. I just, it, it stuck with me. I saw that movie with my first girlfriend on opening night and we had to, it was a sold out show and we had to sit in like the, the second row. Uh-huh. And so I thought it was really like a perfect viewing 
experience uh, for that kind of movie. It was really creepy, but I really liked the ring. Didn't scare me. I thought I liked the ring as a story, but it didn't. It didn't get cerebral like under my skin or anything. It was just kind of oh, it was just, it was just clever, and I liked seeing the mystery unravel and stuff. But it didn't really. It didn't get me. I guess um, I liked the grudge in the sense that um, I remember the scene where the girl was trying to hide when she's in her apartment, um, oh, yeah. Katie Strickland, and she was hiding under the covers and then finds that, um, trying to hide from the ghost or whatever, Kayako, and, and finds a little uh, keychain that she, the ghost had taken from her just like an hour earlier at her work. And she like found it underneath her sheets and just like that sense of dread, like, oh shit, you know, and, and mm -hmm. then starting to see the covers kind of rise up below and, and it just, it really, it stuck with me for years, I think, after that. I was like 18. But I just remember thinking that, like, I liked how it was like a, almost like a childlike thing in the sense that, you know, when you're a kid and you're scared, you, you go under the covers, right? You cover yourself or whatever. You hide your eyes, something like that, you know. But it didn't do a damn bit of good. It was just there with her. And I thought that there was yeah. something kind of tapped into the, your, your psyche on that one. I liked it. I thought it was a cool, I thought it was a cool scare. That yeah. happened in the Japanese version, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think I, I watched both versions years ago. I saw the Japanese version. I, I as will well. say, yeah, that I think I like how the how that final moment in the house. I liked how the American version did it than in the Japanese one. I don't want to say too much. I don't sure. remember how the Japanese one ended. I saw like how it ended. Like I came in when you were watching. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh. So Simon has a question for us <laughs> Americans. <laughs> I wonder why they call it the Pacific Northwest. They don't call it the Atlantic Northeast or the Dirt Midwest. <laughs> Got me. I didn't know it was called the PNW until dude, I don't think my twenties. I never even like, what does that mean? And then I looked it up. Oh, it's... um. Then there was the Saw movie, the first oh, one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You never saw that. No. Because uh, you knew how it ended. Oh, uh, uh, Derek's aching. I liked it until the end. I hated the ending. I hate it that the bad guy wins so many times in horror movies. But I remember when I watched it, I was walking on the treadmill. And when the scene happens with Danny Glover, I just about walked right off the treadmill. <laughs> I couldn't believe they killed him. Uh, I, had to, I had to grab hold of the handlebars and I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> it just shocked me so much. I, I was not expecting that. Well, what's crazy, I saw, again, another one I saw, I was really, these are my heydays, you know, from 98 to about 2004 or 5, because I started working out a lot of that, but I was at the movies every, like when I would always jokingly say, oh, I saw everything in those years, this is kind of my last year of it, but I saw Saw opening night, sold out in downtown Seattle, wow. and it was, it was cool, and it was, it's so interesting, though, thinking if I, you can kind of remember how you felt watching it, and like, how it just seemed like a one-off kind of movie. And then all of a sudden, it, it like you look at it now with hindsight, how it exploded in this franchise. It was super gory. It was just yep. you know ripping people to literal pieces. Just they got as disgusting as they could possibly imagine, and um, it kind of became like the defining. It set the trend for horror, you know, for like half decade, almost ten years, you know. And so it's really interesting to think back on like how Saw was. <laughs> Not, it just it, it actually feels real tame, you know. Um, compared yeah compared like to they... where it went and you know i like saw i like the first one i think it's actually a, a decent movie i thought carrie elvis was good um uh tobin bell i thought he he's a good actor he just 
he does a lot of cheap shit and bad shit, but he. With, Simon, they call us the flyover states. Yeah, <laughs> the flyover states. Yeah, because your votes don't matter in the big scheme, <laughs> so they don't even bother with you. <laughs> but, so, but did any of you guys see Spiral? I know Arturo watched Spiral. I saw that. Yeah. 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 It had Chris was, Rock in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Which it, oh, oh I, yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't see it. I want to see it just because I want to see him playing a non-comedic role. I've never, I don't think I've I ever he seen was him. Fine. I mean, like, I know so... the beginning he was a little bit funny, but after well, that, was it was Chris Rock more... being Chris Rock, you know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was Saw 2004? Four. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I didn't like Saw. Like, that really turned me off to horror. It, it was like, it kind of, like, unsettled me that it was so popular with people my age because I was like, y'all this is this is bad like and so that that in hostel like i was like i don't want to be watching this stuff anymore like oh, i it, hated hostel i couldn't stand that that one like there was no re I, I don't i didn't get it and especially the second one like i watched the second one i'm just like i really don't get this and um it really makes me look down upon eli roth and a lot of people like like to praise him in that moment in time but um I thought he was kind of a one-trick pony, and he wasn't even good at his trick, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes I forgot to say earlier, I was going to say about The Village and M. Night Shyamalan, man, I feel very few writer-directors have had the kind of one, two, three hit right out of the start, right yeah. out of the gates that he had. Like, it's pretty rare. Where, like, his first film was Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, uh, Signs, which I loved all... Not I love Signs so much, yeah. yeah. I love all three of those, and at that point, I was like, "There's no way the village isn't going to be like one of the best horror movies I have ever seen." So that that was my hype. My expectation is this is going to be one of the best movies, and and I think that was like, it's really hard to live up to that kind of expectation. But yeah, M Night was yeah. the bomb for like the first three movies, and then that I think the village. You yeah, you you started. jinxed him. <laughs> I think it was Lady in the Water when he started to get like that people really, started to push back yeah, on it. I wouldn't, like everyone was like, "What?" The I fuck didn't care that? for that for that yeah. film very yeah. much. And then they, I think they became almost that reactionary. You know, he's got an interesting, uh, kind of like a social commentary. I guess socially, how we regard filmmakers and how we or any kind of artist. You know, these pop people that come out and like you could conceivably you could say that he came out on top with the Sixth Sense, right? And yeah. then he kind of had to work his way down, you know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, Steven Seagal jokingly says that he goes, "Yeah, I came out with above the law on top, and then I've had to work my way down over my career," you know. And it to me, yeah. that's it reminds me of M Night Shyamalan. He, and then you know, people loved him when he Sixth Sense. People were people went with Unbreakable. They liked it. Uh, Signs. People really liked it. And then The Village. I think people still generally liked it. And then Lady in the Water. All of a sudden, it's like the tide turned to where it now became really trendy to be like, oh, I really don't like M. Night. He's just so overrated, you know? And it yeah. just kept growing yeah. and growing, and then he became like a bad joke. Like, people would go, like, he actually became toxic. They wouldn't put his name on movies. Um, they wouldn't let him make movies, and no one back his movies because there was so much um, just recourse. Just, and, like, you see, he, he actually kind of got his feet wet again after the happening with um, producing Devil, which I actually thought was a pretty good movie, but um, he... Yeah, that one. The elevator. And the yeah. elevator? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was actually pretty good. I like that one. I, thought, I was, Yeah, I like that too. It was creepy. And I remember just yeah. seeing a trailer for it. And I was like, oh, I got to see this. And then they said, then in kind of little print, you know, 
M. Night whatever presents, but they, they were like trying to downplay his involvement because he had become, again, so toxic. And then now he's been able to kind of, you know, glass came out, split, you know, those ones and people. Split was kind of felt like his comeback, sort of, kind of. And it, was, it was a low budget movie. Like, he, that's the only way he'd get a movie made now was if he, yeah. he basically had no studio, real studio hands in it and he had a little budget, then he could kind of do his thing and they, they would take a gamble on him. Um, just because, again, his name will get people to rent it at least. But um, yeah, what came on first, the Devil study, or Tenacious Day tribute? What the devil? What's the devil? Hmm? Uh, the devil movie. The devil movie. I don't know what year it came out. Are you being snarky, Simon? Well, when I think about it, they're exactly the same <laughs> ending. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. I can't. I never saw it. So. Jack Black's the devil and then my, little my grandma. Um, mm -hmm. God. I didn't see. I didn't see oh. to pick a destiny. Wait, I have to see uh, Joe though. Joe didn't mention Team America. What's up with that? No, he didn't. That kind of surprises me a little I bit. Actually, what I was going to mention it. I was just, what Team America a... or Secret Window. Team America. Oh Let's yeah, we, they, they were talking about. But he didn't mention it as an honorable mention, even. No, he didn't. Oh man, he didn't. Secret well, window was good. I don't know. Was pretty. Yeah, I, I, be invited I back. What's that? What'd you say, Simon? He won't be invited back. No. <laughs> <laughs> he did get yeah. it. Yeah. Give a shit in and Kumar and Aviator, which I haven't talked about. Oh, the Aviator. That was a very good film. Um, the I loved the Aviator. I thought that was. That's in my uh, top, for sure. It's a beautiful film, and it's kind of cool at the time seeing Kate Beckinsale in kind of a, a supporting little role, you know, because she wasn't even really uh, publicized much, and she was in there. And, um, oh, I, I didn't realize I, she was in there? Yeah, she was one of, uh, she played a real-life real person. She was one of, um... One Howard, of his love interests? Yeah, because, you know, he had like 15 yeah. dozen of them, but, you know... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see, does anyone, have you seen it, Sin? Baby. The aviator? No, we talked about it. Uh, maybe on the last stream. Probably, probably. I probably. Uh, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen. Neither it. We have it. 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 We just never watched it. It's awesome. I love. I, I, the movie's great, and I also think Howard Hughes is a fascinating. Had a fascinating life. And oh yeah. Really interesting yeah. person. And I mean, I think you know people are like Elon Musk is amazing. Like Elon Musk is nothing compared to Howard Hughes. Like Howard Hughes, at least from what I have observed, like in my mind, like Howard Hughes was really like a rich, crazy playboy innovator. Like and he was fucking cool. Like he was fucking test flying like the the late state of the art fighter jets and flying planes. Maybe not fighter jets, but like planes and shit. He was test flying the fastest planes in the world. Like he wanted to fly up like he was so fucking cool man and in a lot of ways, he was also kind of weird, and he became really weird as an old mm -hmm. dude. And his life is just fascinating. And I think they did a, a good job of uh, the, the movie, like it's the Scorsese and DiCaprio, and they always kill it. it yeah, know. I liked it in that film how they they covered um, his uh, obsessive compulsive disorder later on in his life, like taking over before they really had names for that stuff. They kind they of did yeah, it like all in did. a serious way, not like yeah. in movies where the only time they usually ever show that one is when it's a joke. You know what I mean? But. Like it was really pretty debilitating to him, and so I thought that was, I, I liked that. It, it gave a lot of credit, and I wouldn't expect anything less from Scorsese. He's a serious guy, but um, I, I appreciated that. I liked that. I was, gave it a lot of credibility to me. 
I always say that when he was in the room and like Alec Baldwin's blowing smoke through the keyhole to freak him out. Yeah. He's like, why don't you come out and talk to me, Howard? And he's like, I'm sick. I don't want to get you sick. I always say, I say that. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the had the battle with I've seen that one in person. Uh, down, they haven't had it in Oregon for long, and I, I think it's still there. But um, in what in person? His the spruce goose, that big plane. Oh, that, the oh cool! Yeah, that enormous dude. It is freaking the Hercules, huge. dude. It's the Hercules. the Hercules. I'm sorry, whatever they call the other Hercules, dude. Yeah. That thing is enormous. You would not believe it. Um, like until you really just were standing right next to it. Like you can't cool. get the magnitude for how. Yeah, big I can't it. imagine. So it's it's, it's crazy, but is that what, yeah, great is movie? It, I think you should it's check as, it out. It's not as big yeah. as like a C5 or C17, is it though? Right. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen those. Maybe you look up the numbers. But I'm just saying, when you're standing there, blue. I don't know. Maybe. Well, no. I mean, you probably know more than me. I shouldn't say that. If this, if what you're referring to is like the biggest carrier thing ever, yes, then yeah, that probably. Sorry, is. Steve gets my spruce goose. Uh, get into. He got it. I, I misspoke. Sorry. Like, he got my reference. It was the cool thing about the spruce goose was it was made out of wood. Too, mostly, I guess, and it and it did it didn't fly like way high. I got it like fifty feet off the ocean and went back down. But it, yeah, for the thirties too, I mm. think. Retarded. Well, he was such a revolutionary. Remember you, the movie documents that, like how much they were like you. That's that you can't make that. That's never gonna work, you know. And and he made it. Yeah, made it happen. Yeah, way of the future. Yes. Way of the future. That's another one. Way of the future. I say that a lot. Way of the future. Way of the future. It's too bad he had to deal with OCD. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But man, I would I would live his life. Although, yeah. The end part is that he was so drugged out though. Like I remember reading I read a few autobiographies, like there was an earthquake and they took him in like Costa Rica or not maybe, I don't know, some island he was living on, uh Cuba or some shit. And like they got him in the car and they're like driving through the city and it's all crazy and he was just in the back on drugs, like I don't get <laughs> his whole his whole like old existence was just drugged out and just did whatever he wants napped and watched tv yeah kind of sad his early life was amazing people forget he was a filmmaker too and he'd been mm -hmm. you know in his own yeah. right he even he had one of john wayne and uh janet lee movie i just saw for the first time about the blu-ray was called jet pilot and i guess he directed that movie he was such a like known to be a perfectionist filmmaker it took him like 10 years yeah. to finally complete it and release it yeah so by the time he finally got it out like it was so dated uh, it got right. a really bad reception but i watched it and it was actually kind of amusing well, cool it was a lot of this is captured in the aviator but i mean he produced i don't know if he directed and he helped film uh hell's angels which was basically the biggest movie ever in the world at the time like yeah biggest fucking hit ever is like 1928 or 29 and it had all these like aerial World War II like jet plot in the in aviator shows where he was like, I gotta get up in there and film it because like I gotta get the right shot. And there was like shots of planes, and he was like, it doesn't look right. There, there's got to be clouds, so it's like scale. And like he was like in on that shit. So like he, I mean, he was a creative cool dude. He was he was James like Cameron of his right. time, except he had that's, a hard on for planes rather than water. That's, that's actually, <laughs> yeah. Simon, that's it. Pretty much exactly what I was going to say. Sans yeah. the hard on about water. I was going to say he reminded <laughs> me of James Cameron because James yeah. Cameron does that kind of stuff. It, yeah, it I never thought of that before. But yeah, he's like, I'm doing this how I want it done. It's got to be awesome. Like, it's got to be the best. Like, he didn't trust. He did it because other people couldn't do it right. And, and yeah. Did anybody and, see. It's like Thanos. 
Like Thanos. Uh, yeah. Can I do it yourself? <laughs> what was that, Arturo? What movie? I was, I was gonna. I I thought hey, this came out the year after, but who saw who saw the SpongeBob movie? Oh gosh, <laughs> I never did. Uh, you're probably no. you might be the only one. Me, me, my you sister, and, and actually Matt, Uncle Matt. Yeah, Matt yeah. took you guys. I thought it was 2005. <laughs> I don't know why I thought. I didn't remember when it was. No, it was this year, apparently. Okay. So, who all has seen... I still have never seen this movie yet. I don't know if I ever will, but Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. One of Simon's favorites, I remember. Yeah, it's my top movie of the in year. Your top. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. it. It's too serious for me. It's a good... It's a really well-made film. It's really original. But I watched it once and was like, oh, that's enough. You know, I'm not very romantic or serious or movies with sadness. Yeah. It, there's there's those movies that are really good and I and I and I I liked it for like a one off as well, but it's definitely not a movie I'm just like willing to sit through again. It kind of kind of has that ring of um, like The Revenant or like Twelve Years a Slave. They're mm-hmm. they're fabulous movies, but after you watch it once, you're like ah, I don't need to see it again. That's like, how I feel about the Northman. Yeah. Oh, uh, you talking about another? Like, uh, uh, what are hmm? I was just saying, are you are you like talking about historical movies? No, because mm-hmm. I've watched no. Gladiator hundreds uh-huh. of times, and I've watched I've no, watched Braveheart hundreds because of times. I kind of get the feeling with historical movies sometimes. Like it, it actually just depends on what it is. Like I I could sit and watch maybe one historical movie, and then that's it's like okay, I just move on. But I it, I guess it just depends on how it was done. Like Valkyrie, I could watch again and again and again because that was a really good movie. But in general. Nice list, Chris. Historical movies are just like a one watch. Yeah, I love Million Dollar Baby. I don't know if you guys talked. Sorry, I'm reading Chris. Someone, yeah, someone had brought it up. Million Dollar Baby. I never watched it. I just, I knew what how it ended, and I was like, nope, not interested. So I just never did. Like it's such a heart aching. Ah, I don't know. I loved Hillary Swank in that, and and um. I don't know. It got me very emotionally invested in the film, and it, it was—I loved it personally. It's as hurtful as it was. Somebody did a spoof of the end scene, which was actually pretty funny, where everybody's like in the ring and everyone's falling, yeah. and everybody's getting their neck snapped. And I saw that <laughs> shortly. I, dude, I was laughing so hard. Oh, so Lord. Scary movie four, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, there you go. Oh, somebody God. uploaded a skit, and it was—it was absolutely out of control. Yeah, <laughs> like RoboCop scene seventeen. <laughs> oh gosh, is that the one where he is that the one? Oh yeah. geez, that dumb. I, I refuse to publish my reaction to that. Son, <laughs> was there anything like a reason you liked the uh, Robocop some sort of parody thing? That was like oh, that, I, I can't really articulate it, but I will say that the movie that dethroned Eternal Shansang from the top spot was a rival. So for some reason I have a thing for movies that have sort of an optimistic viewpoint on impending inevitable tragedy. So, don't know why. Okay, actually, okay, interesting. Um, there was Blade Trinity. Because wait, because you said Eternal wasn't just best of the year; it was like all t- one That's of your all time, your, your top... one of my all time movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I guess you think Jim Carrey is at least a pretty good actor for. Yeah, I also think. Oh, uh, pulled it off once. Uh, what's your name? Kate Winslet. No, the other one. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst looks great. 
dancing in her underwear. Yeah. <laughs> At that age, I should say. Yeah. Not so much. Wait, was she in that movie, Eternal yeah. Sunshine? Oh, okay. So I, I did. I only oh, knew of Kate uh, Winslet and Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's a very good dramatic actor. Yeah, I loved him in Man on the Moon. If you remember that when he played Andy Kaufman. Yeah, that. I never, never yeah, watched I, that. I knew he looked like he did good. I liked him yeah. in Liar Liar and in The Mask. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him in Liar Liar. I can't. I can watch that one all the time. And it's like there's like so little plot to the film, but it's just his antics just drive I you to. I love that movie. I'm kicking my ass to do you mind? <laughs> Imagine having that kind of energy, like that just, oh, that just, that just scares me, you know. <laughs> Stomping I on his toe, smashing his head with the toilet lid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, that was really good. I, what I was saying was Blade Trinity came out. Blade Trinity, last, yeah, he watched that. And actually, what's funny was um, when we watched that, it actually had the Mar Marvel logo. All of the other films yeah. didn't. So I'm like, oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, like I mean, I don't know. I thought Blade Trinity was it was obviously the weakest link of the franchise, and it was a yeah. pretty big. It had it suffered that curse where you had Blade Two that was like uh, a lot of people would say it was better than the first one. Um, mm. And again, they that's mm. their right to their opinion. Uh, I uh, yeah, I Blade Trinity. No, and so it's... you're kind of like, oh, they got a third one. It's gonna and it's got a great cast stacked up. You know, it's got all these people, and then you watch it, and you're just like, oh, okay. You know, it, it was like yeah. what typical sequels did in place of Blade 2. It was like, it was watchable and entertaining, but it, it was just, that was it. it, it, it that was an example of when fan service goes wrong. It was like they yeah. were they were yeah. trying really too hard to like appease and give them everything. And I, I honestly, I, I view Blade 2 and, and Blade almost at the same value. I, I like both of them yeah. equally. I, some about the second one. I just some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. They really are. I, I knew we weren't going to get. I knew we weren't going to get through that stream when that's a, that that happening. And wasn't there like production in, like with Wesley? Yes, Knight, in the third there was movie. A lot of issues behind the scenes. There, there yes. were. He did not get along with the director, and so no, he he well. left. He left post-it post notes, notes from everywhere, and they yeah. were all signed Blade. Yeah, <laughs> and we found out that Wesley Snipes is a raving racist too. So. Um, yeah, but uh, you know it's a whole he's thing. He's so perfect in the role. Unfortunately, yeah, like he, I, I know, love him in the role. Character, like I can, yeah, I see him as Blade. He, I think Wesley was in a bad point in his life at that point when he made that movie. I mean, like I really because you got to think his what his career kind of he was now making directed videos in between Blade movies, mm -hmm. and um, I, I think it, you could you get all these vibes that he was just in not in a good place, and I think a lot of it kind of he had a breaking point uh when he was making yeah. trinity and yeah um has you know, he straightened up now yeah jail straightened about pretty well i think um <laughs> but whoops too soon yeah um, <laughs> you know, he, he seems pretty cool i don't know he he's always posting inspirational you know be grateful quotes on his facebook so i i don't know maybe man the animated bit of patrice o'neill joking about wesley snipes going to jail is classic Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, geez. If everyone wants to I can that. imagine. Ryan I mean, Reynolds um, was the best yeah. part about Blade Trinity to me. He was funny in that one, man. He was, yes, yeah. he was. And, and he was and really taken off at that point, too. So he. Uh... Surprisingly, the girl from Cellular. I mean, I get that word wrong. Um, she Cellular. was also. Yeah, she was in this, too. So this is like the second movie she was in. Wait, wait, oh. wait. 
like Jessica Biel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jessica, and... Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patton Oswalt <laughs> was pretty funny in that, I thought. Um, yeah, that's right. I would agree. That the third one was the probably the weakest. Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. And they brought definitely. back Whistler again. Yeah, yeah. And how many times that guy, that fool, going to die? And we just kind of go, oh, okay, he's alive. Yeah. But, no, like, it was okay. I, I don't know. I get mixed feelings, and I've only watched it a couple times, but I, I every so often I'll end up thinking, well, maybe I'd like to watch that one again, and then I never do. So I'd rather watch the second one, or if I want to, if I'm in a '90s mood, go back to the first one, which yeah. started it all. I love the look of the first one. I think it's it's got the grit down, and it, it's kind of set. It a lot of it feels real worldy. If that makes sense. Um, and Did I, you know I, that Morbius, the, the the character of Morbius, is in like a deleted scene from the very end? <laughs> yeah, he was the original ending, and he was anticipated the sequel to be made. He would be the villain of the uh, yeah the follow up, and they shot the scene. You can watch it on the DVD or the Blu-ray or um, I saw it on YouTube. YouTube thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I watched Morbius. Wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, it's, it's it wasn't not, good, but it wasn't as bad. Not, yeah, it's not horrendous, but it's it's missing something. I guess yeah, I do want to watch that at some point. What I was explaining to I, wasn't I talking about that with you? today yeah Jim, about well, morbius well, like it, it's well, not a few days ago okay together. i thought we, we were talking about it no today. no we've we've talked about it several times but today as well we talked about it okay yeah it's it's worth the watch it just i felt like they just they missed an opportunity to make a really good story and i don't, they, I don't know exactly what's missing maybe i'll watch it I'll watch it and I'll let you know what's missing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna you can tie more um <laughs> this with Blade because that's what I that was what I heard. Yes, I I heard they were supposed to. Because in the comics, apparently Morbius and Blade did have a fight. Yeah, I don't know what they're really going to end up doing. Honestly, um in in Morbius, Matt Smith annoyed me. His performance annoyed me. Oh, I, really? did, I didn't like his performance. He, he also played in Last Night in Soho, and he was also Doctor the Who. what the eleventh Doctor. Yeah, I liked him as Doctor, think, Who. Yeah, Doctor Who. I liked him as Doctor Who as well. He was also in Terminator Genesis, but he annoyed them. I, I don't know if just the way he played it, it rubbed me wrong, and it might have just also been the writing. I don't know. See, I don't want to get so off track, but you got to give House of Dragon a chance. I mean, I'm not I don't know, oh. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was right. It was the two showrunners that ruined Game of Thrones. I know. HBO wanted it to go. HBO wanted more seasons. They didn't end it. It this George is... R. R. Martin wanted more seasons. So I'm just hoping that it's not terrible. Like maybe I, it could be above average. You know, it could be decent. The source material, the outlines that I've read, there's some cool shit. I mean, there's there's deaths, there's battles, betrayal, there's dragon fights. I've just got this emotional, like this emotional block that goes up as soon as Game of Thrones stuff is mentioned. I'm still so pissed about what happened with that show. I'm just like, I don't want to have anything to do with anything Game well, of Thrones. I'll let you know. It. It's awesome. I'll okay. Yeah, I was looking at David Benioff line. actually wrote Troy. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I never heard of them until Game of I Thrones. I would have so. loved to have. I said it could have been better. See, I knew. I would love to watch that show, but knowing how it goes, I don't see the point. <sighs> but don't I worry, Arturo, people... I've never seen an episode either, so we can form a club. You, you guys, it was so good. It was so good. 
It was so good. Yeah, it, it was, was like the best, best movie. I mean, best best show on TV. And yeah. then they just destroyed it. I couldn't it. believe how they dropped the ball. Oh my gosh. It just makes me so mad. Just let it out. It's, let it out. Let the anger what, it's, what happens, it's just what happens when you run out of material that's actually written down. Yeah, that's, that's what the well, they had was. the outline. The outline doesn't give you the, the, <laughs> yeah, good, you the lines of dialogue. They, they did <laughs> not know hey, what to do with that. No, they, they yeah, could. The, yeah, the, I think they should have had George so, R. R. Martin so like, do the screenplays. Well, he yeah. should have give them, given them actually really good dialogue that he came up with with his earlier books anyway. Like, I remember some of the like the, the best dialogue in the first season, you know, when uh, when King Baratheon's talking to Cersei and she says something and he slaps her across the face and she says, I'll wear this as a badge of honor. And he goes, you wear it in shame. <laughs> it, was, it was like these kind of fast, like really witty dialogues that come along that would and there's like uh, subtext on top of subtext and then in the last seasons you know it it would be she shows up with a dragon she's like we don't have anything to feed your dragon she's like my dragons eat whatever they want and it's like that's it was just, it was so, so lame. cringe and, and, and lame yeah and and, and so I, it just you saw this really a bad fall off of yeah the delivery and the lines uh, it just it lacked it lacked everything just there was, no character meat, arcs. there was no meat on yeah, there was no character arcs just, that just were a... flush right down the crapper, you know, with Jon Snow yeah. and yeah. the whole yeah. thing with the Night King. And then we have stupid little Arya running in, being the one. To, what the heck? Get out of here with that mess. It was so dumb. I, I just, I that, that pissed me off so thing. much. Yeah. Just like, what was the whole point of all this character buildup? Why? And the one that has the best story is the one that has the worst story. <laughs> well, you know what, 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 what comes out of this? People will take that and will become better writers. No, they don't necessarily. Are no, no, like people, like Some in people. general, other people that see how bad it was written, will probably want to write better stories. I'm gonna circle back on that later when we get to TV. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off. Uh, I gotta help the the wife. Put oh these no, kids you're not gonna lost. The best like oh, that, you? No. Yeah, that, that was, was her. The wife, that was the wife growling. I'm like, uh oh, Tim's in trouble. She, she treats me nice and, yeah. and I'm fed well. Growling the kids. Top three, Tim. Top three. Yeah. Top three of this. Oh, uh, um, uh, I don't really have a lot of time. I say Man on Fire is probably my top one. Like, that, I, I love that movie. That movie's just done so well. Uh, Tony Scott and Denzel did a great job with that movie. As well with the follow up of uh, Deja Vu, another yeah. one of my favorite ones is um, probably The Incredibles, just because I have kids <laughs> and I like that movie. That movie's it's just really good classic, no matter what. Um, and then two other ones Isaiah had mentioned is uh, Did you guys mention Kung Fu Hustle? That's a that's a yes, yeah, we do. I we love yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a great movie. And then um, I, yes. I I doubt I doubt it was men mentioned, but Night Watch. It was uh, that Russian film. Oh yes! Yeah, that's it. I like yeah, that, that was movie. A, that, was, that was it. Was really really well done. I, um, I didn't cinematography really... wise, and yeah. even the cinematography of the second one, even though it wasn't as strong, it was I think it's day watch for that one. But yeah. uh, the very beginning intro of that movie, I, lo I love that. It's it's wild, just watching that. It's like it looks like super up close. It looks like mountains, and the mountains kind of like start breaking apart, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. And when the camera pans out, it was just like this tip of this chalk that was being drugged across uh, the paper or this 
the surface, but it just a little wild looking intro for Yeah, I never saw the second movie. one. Yeah, oh my god, so, the kids. Yeah, yeah. I need your I'm, help. Gonna, I'm I'm going. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> right. Right. I was gonna mention uh Downfall also came out this year. Oh yeah. yeah. The one about the gang. Yeah. Like I saw that in theaters. I, I drove out to Seattle to see it. I took one of my girlfriends at the time, I took her to go see it. I think she, I think we left, and she thought I was a Nazi or something because I really wanted to see this movie. <laughs> oh, and, um, I, I read. The I heard book it's before, really good. Yeah. That's like become the meme of the internet. If 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 you get if people get mad about something, they'll use that scene for just yeah anything. Change the subtitles. It's funny. They're screaming and they'll just put anything. He's talking about parking tickets or chocolates or I don't know what the heck, you know. And or getting mad at Game of Thrones. Wait, is this the killer where he takes his glasses off? Yeah, I get takes his glasses. Yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've seen that scene probably a hundred times. Um, Arturo, the the guy who played in there, didn't we see him in something? Um, the same the year, Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, he was, he was in the Manchurian was Candidate. The Manchurian yeah, the Hitler guy. Yeah. I don't remember what his name I looked him up, but he, he died a few years back, I think. Um, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was a really good movie. but um... I, Yeah, I would have liked to see Downfall. It, it, it's interesting to see the other side of the spectrum. Or just to see things that went on that, yeah, that we had no idea about. Mm -hmm. Like those last, like, you know, it's always really fascinating to me, like in the terms and World War II is a real comic, so it was very close. But, you know, like when these government, when these kind of these enormously powerful government war, war entities, whatever, when they're like in their last days collapsing, you know, and it's like mm -hmm. and these guys keep retreating on, and they finally had their last stand retreated underground. It was just really interesting because, you know, and again, parts of the German military were still functioning and some were still particularly strong but they were just like isolated you know and it's just oh, really yeah. interesting all that stuff going on and just kind of imagine being in that mindset like you were say just one of the people down there you know knowing that the world's like basically falling apart outside yeah that would be, yeah. That'd be scary you know and um so to put yourself kind of like in that mindset i thought was just really intriguing but um but of course most yeah. people hear you say that and think so you think nazis are intriguing well no, no say say oh hi Kathy newman Thanks yeah, I know, basically. So what you're saying no, like is you would love to be a Nazi socialist. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I just said. Thank you. Well, no, like you could find the whole aspect of it interesting. That doesn't mean you support it. But then the talking about the political view, whatever they represented in that sense. And usually most people don't know anything aside that they did the Holocaust. I thought the guy right? that yeah. did Hitler was pretty good. He looked oh, like Oh, yeah, him. he did great, man. Mm -hmm, but, yeah. Um, Anyways, that was just interesting to me. I guess, and I viewed it kind of from the sense of the end of the world kind of mentality. You know what I mean? With the world collapsing around you, that stuff's always, and whether it be mm -hmm. zombie films or or whatever, um, just found it very interesting. Yeah. We... Hello? No, it's, <laughs> it's my, it's, 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 it's my, uh, I, I'm still I'm still in the in the drug study, so my my glass slipper falls off at midnight. So I always have Do to have narcotics, my friend. <laughs> Do we have anything else to talk about? Um, for movies side? in 2004, are we have we named? Boy, how does this work? Are we? Because I was gone for like a, a spell. Are we doing the top movies or what? How oh, we yeah, we always do it at the end. Right? Yeah, we usually okay. do the top three. Um, yeah. So Tim listed his. Do you have? Have we mentioned Hellboy? 
Oh, oh that's no, right. we had. You know what? I that almost recommended right. that to you. We never got that one. <laughs> that is so hard to believe, you guys, that that I movie is that old. Oh. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of no speaking of Nazis, yeah, there are Nazis Dude. at the beginning of that movie. I remember. That's true. Um, I remember I was more infatuated with the beginning of that movie just because I was into that whole historical time period. Yeah. But I I forgot I did not realize until I pulled that scene up on YouTube that apparently Rasputin is one of the one No, of the I forgot. I've only seen the movie once. Rasputin. And I remember it I felt underwhelmed by it, but maybe it's just because I just don't I'm not super into the Hellboy character i don't even I think like i saw the second one i just remember that one um one nazi guy uh that shows up like later in the future he's like uh what he wears like a sort of this odd mask and he's got like two claws on his uh hands or something i don't remember him but it's been many many years since i've seen it. it's probably been more than 10 years dead, but he like disappears or something i don't know yeah, That's the only scene I've seen. Cool. You'd probably like to watch it though, Arturo. But we, we ran out of time. Did too. anyone see what we're out of time? No, I was saying we ran out of time like to watch different films oh, oh, for 2004. Gotcha. He watched There's several. A lot. There's just a yeah. lot. 2004 There's was a, a good lot. year for movies. I'm kind of surprised. There's like an endless amount of movies to talk about. Did oh. anyone, personal favorite of mine, I want to ask if anyone else saw it, maybe Colin saw it, Club Dread. I did see what Broken Lizard. Yeah, I you know I don't think that was one of my favorite movies they did. I don't think I liked it a whole lot. I did watch it probably twenty years ago, like when it came on DVD. But I do like Broken Lizard a lot. I don't re really remember that movie, dude. I love that movie so mad. I, really? I went to <laughs> I wish I screening. <laughs> um, I was in journalism in high school, so they sent us all these tickets to go like to see movies like a week in advance at the press screenings. So I went to go see it because I was all stoked because Super Troopers was awesome. very popular, you know, with the younger guys and stuff. And, dude, I freaking loved Club Dread. Uh, if anything, I think my favorite thing was Bill Paxton playing uh, Coconut Pete. I forgot he was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the late, great Bill Paxton. May he rest mm -hmm. in peace. Um, that guy was just terrific. He was playing that caricature of Jimmy Buffett. You remember yeah. that? He, he was just, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He was oh, just, it's a oh, comedy slasher? Dude, it's it's like yeah, it's like a Scooby Doo, a violent Scooby Doo episode, comedy. man. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh really? Yeah, it's like a violent Scooby Doo. Yeah. It looks so like like a uh, like a uh, oh crap. Um, Not quite scary movie. Tucker level. and Dale, like a Tucker and Dale yes. type of. Yes, that tone, okay. that tone. Yeah. Um, okay. And there, and I met. I think I showed you That's pictures, right, Sin, of uh, I met Brittany Daniel, who's in it, and I got her. I got pictures of her, and she signed my Club Dread DVD and everything, and. Um, I feel like I need to watch this movie now. He, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Derek. Oh, I just I was saying, if anyone man check that movie out because Bill Paxton does this like this less than subtle impersonation. He's basically playing a caricature of Jimmy Buffett, and he has so many good lines in that main thing. Man, I just ah, I cannot. I'm gonna talk. put it on my letterboxed. You may not like it, watch, and you tend but... to not like those things. But uh... I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> well, but I like Tucker and Dale. But it, you might think it's either you're either going to think it's genius or you're going to think it's the stupidest fucking or thing. About, okay, well, it's just possible. Too. But still, check it out. I, I I think you should check it out. Um, and uh, who was I going to say? 
there's two versions. There's a theatrical version and there's like a, a 15 minute longer one where they cut out a whole subplot. You don't, you really don't need to see the subplot version. If you do pick, you can do the shorter one. It, okay. It's adequate. So, um, I was going to say maybe here's the last an- one. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say here's another movie that Colin might have seen The Merchant of Venice. No, what's that? You haven't seen it? No, what's that? I've never it's heard Shakespeare. Of it. Oh. It's like one of the most biggest Shakespeare plays. Wow, no, I know. I vaguely recognize the title. I know that, Al Pacino right? is Shylock. And then you've got Joseph Fiennes and Jeremy Irons. No, I don't think. That's, that was 2004? Mm-hmm. Really? It's not coming up for me when I search Maybe it was for called it. something different stateside. What, what was it? We tend to rename about? Shakespeare movies over here. Uh, yeah. I'll done, put it in the uh, private chat. Okay. Was it done like uh, in modern times, like a Romeo and Juliet? We no, had, period piece. It was a period piece that uh, they talked like the Shakespeare's written kind of? Yeah. Like, directly from it? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. No, I didn't even know about that. No. I was going to mention at least the um, only movie that I can think of is also House Moving Castle. Oh, anime. The like Studio it. Ghibli, House Moving Castle, with Christian Bale in it. Yeah. I'm going to go see that when it comes back to the theater. Because there's year. a moment where he's like, a, I thought he did like a voice of a mantra, and he just kind of does the Batman voice. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, Huh? No, yeah, I haven't seen it. No, I was going to see it last oh, year. Like when Because Studio Ghibli comes around to our theater like a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. And we went to go see, oh, what was that thing we saw, Archer? Spirited saw Away. Spirited Away. And then, and then we also saw Princess Mononoke. Um, but I, I, was, I, I wasn't like able. Way more. This one's way. Okay. I think Howl's Moving Castle is a lot. Like, this is Howl's Moving Castle is more like Mononoke to me as opposed to Spirited Away, where Spirited Away has moments where I'm just like, this is kind of weird what's going on. Definitely where, weird. <laughs> Howl's Moving Castle, as much as there's weirdness, it kind of like like a kids movie where only like for adults too where it's so creative that you i just kind of get i get taken in with the story and i don't really question the weirdness you know whereas mm-hmm. spirited away i didn't get taken in enough with the story to not question the weirdness yeah um so that's I, I, know, I know it was like um also an anti-war film at the same time because they were kind of concerned like it wasn't going to do well over here we're really? very finicky. We're, we love war, and then we hate it, and then we love it. I know. I, I know. Yeah, it was during the Iraq War, pretty much. Oh, because it came out in two... Okay. Um, I keep I keep getting it mixed... I know they're com- two completely different movies, but they have Howl's Moving Castle and then Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky, yeah. <laughs> was 2004 the year that they did the Donnie Darko re-release, the, the director's cut? Let me look. I can't remember if that's 2004 or five. I'll look, but my... I don't... I don't even trust my um, page because it didn't even have Merchant of Venice on it. So let me see. You say Donnie Darko re-release? The d- director's cut. Yeah, they, they released that in theaters after it got really popular and they did a director's cut. It was like, it was, uh, had a lot of stuff um, added in and made it simpler for people to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's it's still given the year. T- okay, what year did did Donnie Darko come out then? Yeah, director's cut in two thousand four. Okay, 
Yeah. Okay. So because I was just I just graduated high school. I remember I went to go saw the. Where did you find that, Simon? Because it doesn't have that on the Wikipedia page. Uh, Google. And Director's Cut on Amazon is given the year 2001. Eh, that's not right. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's 2004? Okay. okay Jeff says, yeah. Jeff says, yeah, 2000. All right. Okay. Is it uh, so better? Technically, that's a 2004 film. I don't think it is because it, it, I, I think it just mm. made things more accessible to people. And he, he cracked some of the music that he originally wanted but couldn't get indie film um and they put a bunch of title cards in there like chap like the kind of really lay thing you you know what i mean like mm. but um it, it was it was fine i, I can versions but i still watch and i go to the theatrical cut all the time but yeah it's from 2004 because i remember i saw donnie darko in the originally in 2001 the original release um and you know uh, no funny. one Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Go ahead. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'm just. Don't matter. I was just saying. You know, I saw the first, and then it didn't get any due, and then it's like it kind of built into a cult film that got popular Mm -hmm. like a couple years later, and then they released a director's cut to capitalize on, and um, I guess technically 2004 edition, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, saw it too. Cool. Nostalgia lane in my mind, thinking <laughs> rambling there. Go ahead, Arturo. I was just gonna say it's it's funny how you know 2004 is pretty old now, but some <laughs> of the films still hold up today in oh, nice sure. quality. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. It doesn't seem so, not like that long ago, and I I know I sound like an old yeah. man now, but I'm just. It's not that long ago. Stop saying that. Yeah. <laughs> no. It has been a long time ago. CG still looks kind of cheesy to me. I'm, I imagine, you know, in 10 years, they'll be saying today's CG in some instances. Some of the CG yeah. does. It, it okay. all depends yeah. on the film, I but, guess. Yeah. Collateral, cellular, those still yeah, hold up. Plenty of professional top-notch films and i mean i think it really like at the end of the 90s early 2000s it just got to be like the quality looking films like got more and more so we talked yeah. about shit like we take for granted no we're like oh brother where art thou and fight club and stuff yeah. they're doing like kind of the first stuff for the first time mm-hmm. um that now is just everywhere but I think, yeah, the 2000s, I don't think look cheesy. Like, growing, looking back at the 70s, 80s, 90s, even, like, they don't look bad. Like, Jurassic Park holds up, I think. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it does. Well, I think it also helps us uh, in the sense we grew up through those phases where, like, when in 2000, like, in 2000, 2001, whatever, two, whenever this stuff was new, 90s, when we'd see these things, we'd be wowed by them. You know, yeah, special effects sure. were a big to-do, and um, yeah. you would go see movies sometimes just based off that selling point. Yeah, for sure. And so yeah. now that we've seen things progress and you get better, and then you look back and you're kind of like, oh, well, but it's not as jarring to us because we grew, yeah. you know, I, as a one who didn't see it, who these like, when you see these little kids saying that, like, it's corny and you're about to like just like kick a little kid through the window you know what i mean but it's like <laughs> yeah saying that in your ears you get kind of offended you're like it doesn't look bad what are you talking about shut up you know and we grew up stuff so it's like it wasn't shocking like i actually it's not really an adjustment to me when i go to watch something from the 90s or 2000s even now i mean now obviously stuff i guess looks better but um i 
I still film the meat. You know what I mean? Some things are just mm-hmm. and that's just the way things looked and that's how it was. And if we it's like you can't like go back to the eighties stuff, try to update all the effects. I mean Jokas tried that crap and it just doesn't I, I, it looks so out of place when you're watching like the Star Wars special editions and you see like that little Jabba the Hut CG slug thingy. Oh yeah. It just it looks so wrong, you know. It's like it, it doesn't belong. Here. Get, get, get the fuck out of here, man. You I know? like how he said that. It it just looks so wrong. <laughs> Back in my day, this scene. You need to get out of the You know, it's it's. Ah. So alas, I'm kind of kind of raving here, but it's just you know I, I think that. Things that are specific to an era and live those eras doesn't jar us. We don't have that same kind of condescension material that people who didn't live it might, you know. Like I guess compared to me looking back on fifties movies or sixties movies, you know. It, right. don't, yeah. It, it, yeah. So Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Derek. I, I get very like well. It shouldn't be a surprise, but you know, most of the kids that work work with me at the theater, like they haven't even seen any of these classic movies. Like you have not seen this, this, this. Some people haven't seen Star Wars. Some people haven't seen any of the. Like, what? I'm like, and, and some people, <laughs> like I know this this um this one girl and this guy. He, they haven't even seen Terminator. Oh, I'm like, really? That's a like, really? <laughs> you haven't seen these classics? Well, no, shame on them talk to him about movies like they're like oh i'm so buff oh, i'm so into movies i love movies. i'm an tour of film and you're like oh cool. and then all they want to talk about is marvel movies and you're like yeah. <laughs> you know there's more things than marvel out i mean there's a whole fucking world of movies I mean, right I, dude i, I, I guess what's cool about the marvel movies is because they're a cinematic universe that's what's cool, and that's cool. That's and we, cool. we don't get like a lot of that no and there's no denying that it's it's a, it's a big achievement it's definitely moment, but I don't know, sometimes you feel like the people right. just, are, you know, that's all that exists, you know. Yeah. No, there's some better ones out there, and you know, some of the kids today don't know how good storytelling was from back then. From now, that's the, that's that that's the thing at the moment. That's why I'm trying to kind of spread the like the movies from either the 2000s <laughs> or the 90s. Or even eighties. Heck, like I'm, I'm going back collecting like old retro stuff, like some animes from the eighties, nineties, some video games from the eighties and nineties. Does I, I like, I like to go back to the past. I like to go to the prehistoric days, and you're like, oh, really? Like what? Nineteen eighty six? Ah, shit! Why did you? Ow! You know what I mean? Tim gets. All she right. knows. You, you've been down it. I thought you were oh, like old. Aren't you like seventy? I was like, oh no, what? Um, oh my gosh but uh are we gonna move on to our top three pretty quick here i'm itching yeah i've got well, we haven't three. talked about my top three or four or seven. Oh, we haven't well no. we, we talked about eternal sunshine yep that's my number one okay my number three is oh, house of flying daggers oh, oh i saw I was, that I on the list that here too. i was that's on my top top three too but i never oh. i never uh I didn't watch it. Really, so good, so good. Yeah, I think you. Shakespeare. I think you guys mentioned. I think you yeah. mentioned that the last time we were talking. House oh, of Flying yeah. Daggers. Yeah. yeah. We mentioned it two times ago when we were discussing Hero. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. The same directors are 
Zhang Yimou, who also oh, okay. directed the opening ceremonies of the Beijing 2008 Olympics, which are so fun and crazy and famous. Mm-hmm. Did you guys saw those? That I don't even cool. remember. Yeah, I did see it, but um, I don't remember. They set the standard for the Olympics. And it was that dude, the dude who directed House of Flying Daggers, directed those Olympics. Oh, okay. yeah, House, anyways, House of Flying Daggers, I yeah, I could talk a lot about it too. I want to hear what Simon has to say, but it's a beautiful no, movie. Like, hear what you have to say. It, it's just so colorful. Uh, it's got, I think, great action. It's a nice love story. Um, and it's just memorable. I think just the, the color and the action and, and the kind of simplicity of the love story and some sweetness there. And it's like a perfect movie, basically. I mean, I watched it a lot. That was one I had on DVD, and I watched it a lot. It's been a while since I've seen it, um, but... Hmm. I think it's yeah. I think it's like a ten. I think Zhang Yimou, based on this movie, Hero, and the one after this movie, um, he's one of my. I think one of the best directors. Like he's amazing. Arturo, thank you. Like it has a very anime feel to it. Oh it's really? Like a live action anime. In a yeah. Way. Yeah, more than almost any other live action film that I've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Number four. Which is going to be a controversial choice, Uh-oh. but I love it unashamedly and unironically. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks, The Notebook. Oh my gosh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I saw that movie listed and I was like, I'm not even going to write it down to talk about That's it. Funny. <laughs> Uh, well, you're the I only woman in the chat, and you didn't mention the notebook. That's just... <laughs> been... I never. I'm the only one in this chat, apparently. Oh yeah, the notebook. I forgot that one. I never, I never watched that movie. I have like, zero interest in that movie. Well, it's what is it? Probably the most famous romantic movie of uh, the last twenty years. It's up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, like that in um, Titanic. There was like a, a joke thing. I, I remember seeing an article like if you ask women what their favorite movie were, it was like The Notebook or Titanic, and you're just like, oh. I've never seen it, so I can't say that you're wrong. And isn't it? I mean, I think uh, fucking. Uh, no, I haven't Gosling. seen it either, so I really can't say shit. I, just, I really <laughs> like Ryan Gosling, so I can't I've heard it. about it. You like you like it. Ryan Gosling? I do. I think he's really. I like him a lot. I think he's cool. I, I like do too. I think he's a good actor. Um, I like, I, I actor. like some of Oh, horrible. he's so boring. I don't. I think he's. Yeah, I, I agree with him. I like. I like that. I uh, I don't argue that he's not boring. It's almost like like there's this joke I saw about him, <laughs> him eating cereal recently. It's like an old joke, old. But um, but he, it, I guess it's like he looks so neutral that you can almost imagine that he, he's what I think he is. Like, he's just sitting there looking neutral, and you're like, yeah, he's looking <laughs> cool, or you're like, yeah, he's fucking stupid. But it's really yeah. whatever you think he is. He's just he's looking like, boring. Blank He looks boring. If you think he looks exciting, he looks exciting. But he's just really like a blank slate. <laughs> like he, yeah. you, whatever you project onto him, he becomes. Well, you see, like only a... God forgives. Well, oh yeah, a... that's a great dude. Uh, fucking only God forgives is one of the reasons I like him so much. And Drive and Nicholas Winding Refn, um, and how he, yeah. It, I think actually yeah. only God forgives might be, uh, maybe the favorite Ryan Gosling performance that movie's tough but i've watched it a couple times it's, it's really good cool. man and i love that want to fight with god you know what god basically and just just i love that fight scene where you just can't touch him you know yeah. that was so yeah. cool um really and i love the, the the colors I, I and i thought he did good he does these stoic kind of 
it reminds me of of acting you'd see like in the 70s sometimes these these old stoic actors where they mm-hmm. they gaze a lot and they're they're very subtle um you, yeah you pick like... up a lot of nuance from like and i i get that and um i thought it was pretty good i really nailed that that archetype down in um only god forgives oh. Uh, yeah, I was. I want to ask Simon what he thinks, but we didn't even talk about the note. Why do you like the Notebook so much, Simon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to ask him. Or maybe he's just being snarky. See, this is the no thing number about one. It, it's I love her for very bad reasons, but number one is I have a crush on Rachel McAdams. Oh, so like, oh there it is. Yep. Fair, fair. Oh, it's all about the girl. Okay, it is. And sorry, out of all women I've ever seen in that movie, she's the best looking woman I've ever seen. There's okay. a scene where she's like in a red blanket and she's painting and it's just the look she gives when she looks over to the camera. Just like, oh my God. And the second <laughs> reason is that I'll it deals love. with dementia and I've had yeah. experience with it and it just kind of yeah. broke my heart a little bit. So depressing, depressing. That's that's another reason. One of the other reasons I'm not interested to watch it. Wait, what happened? What what's the whole premise um, of that? Is it like her with dementia? Is it is well, it do you want me to tell Alzheimer's? You? Is it Alzheimer's or just some other form of dementia? I thought it was Alzheimer's. It's Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah, it's freaking just the subject matter is depressing. Do you want me to spoil it for you? I mean, if you're not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. So I don't I know how it I think I know how it ends because I think I read like, you know, the movie summary or synopsis or something. I don't think Arturo will ever okay well basically it starts off with a man and woman in a nursing home and uh she's telling him they're set up as like friends in a nursing home or an old people's home and uh he tells her a love story from a book and turns out it's her notebook and just as like the movie ends she kind of snaps back and remembers everything and then that night they die together holding hands. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Wait a minute. No, and wait it's a super time. schmaltzy, but you know. And everyone loves it. So, so the guy telling her the story was her husband, Arturo. Yeah. Like, but did, you don't figure that out until it happened halfway he... through the movie. Yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So it, start, it starts up where they're older and she had. It's have, a flashback. They yeah. have. Okay. So I was like, wait. So the character, the young character has Alzheimer's? It, it's <laughs> like as she grew older, she got Alzheimer's. Yeah. And so she's learning the story for the first time uh, to her, but it's her story. And this man was her husband. And yeah. as as with Alzheimer's. And Ryan Gosling plays the husband. Yeah. he's uh, And he's actually really fucking toxic <laughs> in the way he acts. And there's Love Rival played by, oh shit. <laughs> uh, Cyclops from X Men. Oh, James Marsden. James Marsden. Yeah. He, he plays like a war hero, and she's also vying for his or for her affections. And he's like a good guy, mm-hmm. but she ends up with toxic guy. With so the bad guy. Oh, yeah. With the yeah. With the. Why is he? What's what does toxic mean? Does it mean like he's an asshole? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. When they first meet, the way they first meet is that. She is on a date with some guy, and Ryan Gosling spots her, mm-hmm. and she's on like a merry-go-round. So he yeah. climbs onto the merry-go-round, hangs off from it, and says, "I'm not uh, letting it go until you say you're going to go on a date with me." And the oh. things going up and up and up, and like she's like, "No, I don't want to go on a date with you." He's like, "I'm, I'm, really? I'm just going to die then." 
So she, he kind of forces her into going on a date. Okay, I get it. I get it. All right, cool. See that whole premise, and so so she was going with the James Marston character at the beginning. No, it's totally different guy. She's a bit of a oh. slut. Yeah, see, that that's another thing. Like the whole the whole thing where she like is unfaithful to her current flame, so she can go run around with that. That that also wasn't a part of the story of just like no, I I won't like her character, yeah. so I don't want to watch it. Plus the subject matter that's depressing too. Plus Ryan Gosling is boring, so I just never I just never say, gravitated like, to the. I do the like movie. the actress. Wait, is to- is toxic mean like doesn't respect boundaries, pushy? Okay, think Britney Amber yeah. Heard. It's really good for you. You can just it'll summarize. Think the Amber thing. Heard, Colin. Okay. Okay. That's that's a perfect example of a toxic human being. Like Ryan yeah. Gosling shit on her bed. That's too broad, though. And I mean, I don't really care. I don't. I made it this far without knowing what it he means. smelled the scent of James Marshall and just basically just, that's what I mean. Is generally it's just to me, it's like, oh, they're an asshole, like okay. emotionally yeah. um, abusive type of thing. Just a nasty human, pretty much. Sometimes narcissists are toxic people, right? Is, they, is, it, like, is it just a new word for asshole? That, like, basically, yeah. Okay. Oh, we're starting like, to examine the less I guess tangible more, things more that they can do to you. Okay. More aggressive. Okay. Like they're, they're like, really like not like a nasty nasty. Like person. asshole to me is something a little bit more benign than someone that's toxic. So one of like, my grandparents was a to toxic them. individual. She was narcissistic. Okay. She was emotionally and mentally abusive to her kids. She was not a good person. She was the perfect yeah. example of someone a toxic. Worse than just being an asshole. Than just being someone who's a, a, a butthole or someone who maybe has a bad day and has a bad, you know, is in a bad mood and acts like an asshole but like toxic yeah. is like on yeah. another level yeah that's what i was thinking it's more aggressive more yeah okay. it's worse yeah for sure now was that her first role no i don't think it was her first role no she didn't know she was a big girl too. i don't i don't want to detract uh, that's too much, right. but it, um i'm curious what is the assignment have you watched the winding ref and nicholas winding ref and what, what do you think of him what is it Nicholas Winding Refn, the director. Mm, no, have you guys what? watched his stuff? Oh, I love his what? stuff. He's probably my favorite modern director, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> man. Movie? we got to talk. I mean, he did Bruno. Is that no? Oh my gosh, what? are you serious? No, 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 no not Bronson? the Borat, dude. Bronson, Bronson, Bronson. Oh, it's like what? <laughs> he did Bronson. He did um. Well, only God forgives. He did Drive, and he did uh. At least the another neon, movie. neon demon, which I never saw that. I kind of want to see that still. That's cool. It's very dark, cynical, but it's got, but it's also beautiful. To, you know yeah, what I mean? He's like, a very like, he's a dark, cynical filmmaker, and that's why right. I think he's interesting. Um, he had the show on Amazon Prime, which I watched, and the Too Old to Die Young, and that yeah. shit was dark and slow and long, but it, it kind of stuck with me too. Some parts of it, but I just I think he's a kind of Interesting. Shoot me at cop like he'd been talking about, man. Who? What? Oh What's shit! That? What's that? He what? was supposed. He was supposed to be doing a remake or reboot, whatever sequel. Of Maniac never Cop. Really, of Maniac yeah, I just Cop. saw that. And um, oh. I don't. And I don't know if it ever really got off the ground. Probably not with all the uh, cops are bad thing going around. But um. Oh, did, did he did? Was it Valhalla rising or no what man what's that movie he did with Mads yeah, Valhalla rising and looking at the IMDb page right now 
Mads Mikkelsen and Valhalla Rising might be maybe oh, is, it, movie. is that a recent really film? That was well, like 15, 10 or 15 years ago. 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's not recent. I mean, Valhalla Rising is worth watching for sure. I think, it's, okay, you didn't like The Northman? Watch Valhalla Rising, dude. Oh. I, well, I mean, I didn't dislike if you're ta- if you were referring to me. I didn't dislike the Northman. I'm just not super in love with it. Okay, you just thought it was all yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I just like okay. I watched it once. It's you know, I don't plan to watch it again. <laughs> right. I'm the same. I appreciate it. I respect it, but it don't didn't sort really of care to see it again. With me. Yeah, you guys should check out Valhalla Rising. What's it about? What's the synopsis? It's very quiet violent film and it's a basically <laughs> quiet these, violent okay Vikings, like all of winding reference movies are pretty quiet and violent and okay. um, these Vikings end up in Canada in like a thousand AD you know like the rumor you know there's evidence of but not a lot of like exact dates and moments and stories and so it's just um like very quickly the end well I don't want to tell too much but it's Mads Mikkelsen plays a badass motherfucking Viking that will not die. <laughs> and it's like the Indians, a Terminator. Indians are all about <laughs> killing the Vikings. And there's not a lot of dialogue and explanation. It's just like these Vikings end up in this strange land and then these Indians find them and then a bunch of violence happens. And Mads Mikkelsen okay. won't die. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Mm. I want to watch it again thinking about it. Like, yeah. Did you watch that recent... Wasn't he? He was in like some sort of recent film, and it takes place in like a really cold place. It's called Polar or something, or is that what it was called? Is is sounds it's, familiar, but I don't think I watched it. it yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Hmm. Did you watch Derek? Have you have you seen Valhalla Rising? I'm guessing too. You seen? No, all I this? haven't seen that one. But I I'm I honestly didn't get to that one yet. But I'm. There's the only yeah. thing I haven't got to from Winding Refn is he did what like a trilogy, like a miniseries TV or movie trilogy. Um, it was, I think it was the first thing he did, and that's why mm-hmm. I haven't got around to it that one yet. I need, I'd probably need what, to. What was okay, the name of it? Neon Demon either. But um, what was the name of it, Colin? I don't remember the first thing he did, but you can look it up. Winding Refn. He hasn't have like huge profile, but um. Valhalla Rising is a memorable and fucking badass movie. I remember the way he kills some dudes and they're like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's badass shit. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Like, he, he, I like that his stuff is very, it feels like things are, are boiling. Like, they're boiling and then you get these bursts of, of violence yeah. or energy. Um, it's, and it's, yeah. a lot of it's not, like, Neon Demon has a real big one. I won't not I need to watch it yeah, the end. It, and, it, I do no, it's, it's good, man. It, it sticks out, and you're going to remember parts of that oh, movie. Okay. I it's a very see. beautiful set in Hollywood in Los Angeles. The glitter. Yeah. There's a lot of imagery. Is is um, anyway, I, I really sorry. like that. I saw it in theaters, man. I was really, and I'm grateful that I did get to see it in theaters because it's a beautiful film cool. for to cool. see on a big screen. So he's very uh, stylistic in, in a good way. Yeah, and he says his to his credit, I think he said. Neon Demon is the only movie he's made that his wife likes. So okay, I think I avoided it because I I thought it looked too sexy. I get tired of like all the hot girls and the sexiness, and I should have known. It does take place with models, supermodel, a model breaking into Hollywood, you know. And so lonely um, at the top of Olympus. <laughs> there you go. I'm no. looking at his at his uh, filmography right now. He's definitely one. I think he's he's I think he's worth. Checking out 
he sticks out, you know, like we we're talking about some directors that just have a style. Like, I feel like if I saw something that I didn't know he was doing, I, I probably would figure out like, oh, this is just like that one dude. Yeah. Like, um, cause yeah, it's quiet and violent and there's this tension and it, the tension is, <laughs> sees results in haunting ways sometimes. Like never, it never crosses the line where it's traumatizing and like, I don't want to watch this again, but mm. it gets close to that. Which like it only God forgives yeah. um, without people haven't seen it, but you remember Colin how uh, the people always paid their penance to to At God. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, where it was like, oh, that's yeah. I, I like that. It was old school, old you know, yeah. old old school God where he was just he was brutal and and forgiving, but you paid prices. Yeah. I like that. You know, it was it was yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I dug it, man. Yeah, yeah I heard, the only yeah. movie I've seen of his is Drive, and it's got all the properties that. I should like a movie, but I just didn't really Maybe like it. Maybe awesome. And that is like, yeah. Most, uh, yeah, that's, that's why I stayed away from Drive. <laughs> I think Drive was his most commercial commercial film. And I think, I don't know if that was a hindrance. And yeah, it's but... weird to say that because Drive is really stylistic and violent. And yet it's almost his most accessible movie. Like accessible uh, commercial movie. Even though I still think it has his style. Um but it, even Drive, I think, it is a little bit faster and easier to follow, it, yeah. even with like compared to his other movies. They're a little bit slower and eat a little more intense violence. And as a car person, man, I gotta tell you, it's so cool to see Drive that like they legitimately. I, mean, I always talk about car things because it's always interesting to me. But like it gave le a legitimacy to it that that the character driver um, that he had that like unremarkable the like what was it 73 uh chevelle laguna it was mm -hmm. just an every man's car you know it was primered up and it was nothing fancy it was kind of a big body uh emissions era car that, that a lot of people who are into hot rodding initially will buy cars like that they'll buy those they'll buy a, a ford fairmont or a granada they'll, they'll, something that's really cheap and unremarkable you know and then they'll they'll just put all their money into engine you know and that's what he drove in the film and it was like oh that's legit like i can see people doing that as opposed to every time these people that like the idea of cars and they want to put a guy who's a, a mechanic or a hot rodder they're always in a camaro or some dodge ungodly price dodge charger you know what i mean it's always the same showroom looking cars that they put them in i mean seriously it's, it's, it gets annoying to me it's like nails on a chalkboard but so it's really cool to see him driving something that's otherwise unremarkable and was like an everyman kind of car that was probably at one point just a junkyard car you know so gave me a lot of credit on that on their end that they're like these people are making a movie about cars and they're like actually doing things that people in car world would actually do so i think it's a good movie i really like that movie that's good driving as it should i think <laughs> I also looked up that movie Polar. And I can guess that you're not going to like it. It's directed uh, okay. by Jonas, Jonas Ockerlund, who's a mostly a music video director, and he just really can't sustain it for a film movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I thought you were going to say that he, he'd done something that I'd seen and didn't like. Because I don't always Have remember. Have you seen who... Spun or Lords of Chaos? No. Well, he did both those. Okay. But yeah, I just find he, he's very stylistic, but he just cannot carry a movie the whole way through. Oh, okay. So you haven't seen Polar either then? No. Oh, okay. um, so who else is going to do their 
I guess, top three, four? I got my top three. It's nothing super, like, we've already talked about all of them. Collateral, Shaun of the Dead, and Cellular. Those are my, probably my top three for two. But, you know, there's a lot of. Yeah, it's going to take me a bit because there's a lot that I like from this year. Um, Well, they, okay. Um, I'm surprised Colin didn't mention Life Aquatic. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I overlooked that it came out this year. I thought it came out. Either way, I like Life Aquatic, but it's one of my lesser Wes Anderson. I don't even know why. It's not bad. I've watched it a few times. I've watched it again, and I think it's good. It just doesn't hit me at quite the level. Some of his, I don't think it's one of his best movies. It's like a good eight. It's a good four stars out of five. Um, I should have mentioned it. I didn't notice it when I was looking over movies. I would have at least mentioned it. Um, yeah, it's good, but Bill Murray is the lead, and it's Wes Anderson, and it's, it's a yeah. good movie. I never saw that one, but I remember, I remember seeing trailers for it way back when, and I, when, until you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, shoot, that was 2004? Oh, my God. I, think I Jeff still Bull- remember seeing yeah. the trailers for it. <laughs> I remember the trailers made it look better than, than I felt like it was. I wasn't super impressed with it. Life Has anyone life. seen Hotel Rwanda? I, no, I haven't it seen it. Serious, yeah. You know, it looks good. Good. Very freaking genocidal. depressing. Yeah, it is. But Bad there side. are two movies that have made my hand sweat, and that's one along with Prisoners. Oh, that's the one with Hugh Jackman, right? Yeah. I still have not You've finished that movie. Hugh Jackman or Prisoners. Hugh Jackman and Jake. It's Gyllenhaal, a Geneva right? film. Yeah. A newer or older. A few years ago, yeah, what? like two thousand nine, two thousand eight. I don't remember. Two thousand ten, yeah. Two thousand ten. Okay. Man, it's supposed I, to be really good. Yeah, yeah Rwanda was pretty intense. Yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, that's crazy. Do you want I might to have to take your top three, I'm fine. You want to tell us your top three? But I will tell you. I think we've gone over all of them, except because it's really a top six. <laughs> and, okay. and Kill Bill 2, kind of, you know, whatever. Kill Bill 1, 2. Um, we talked about those. Then we talked about The Aviator. Love that. Great movie. Um, we talked about Team America, World Police. Mm-hmm. And um, then let's see. So then it's like the three foreign movies, which we, we talked about House of Flying Daggers awesome movie like 10 out of 10 i mean a lot of these i would say are five star 10 out of 10 movies for me if they're in these my top five here and then um what was it we briefly mentioned kung fu hustle and i was hoping yeah you guys watch it. i know you guys got a ton to watch but i'm glad that your brother did a shout out for kung fu hustle that I might you mentioned that it might be my favorite movie of the year it's really like a live action cartoon <sighs> in, in a really good way it's funny and unpredictable and has awesome action scenes that it, it it's really enhanced by the cartoonish cg in a way that it's kind of like it's just fun it's really fun it's light and fun and i love it and it, it was a total surprise and it, it's still like i'd rather watch that movie right now than most other movies we've been talking about and who was in that stephen chow he's the dude who wrote and directed it he also wrote and directed shaolin soccer i don't think he's even very famous um and I don't think anyone else famous. It's like an Eastern. I'm pretty sure it's a made in you know, Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I'm not exactly sure. But yeah. I've, I've heard of the film. I've just never seen it before. Oh, I highly recommend it so much. That's the one with the girl that has the curlers in her hair, right? Yeah. Okay. 
it's, right. it's just got crazy comedy and action and it's really like a live action cartoon yeah i yeah so and then one other movie that i don't i guess i have a whole lot to say but i want to it's like i don't doubt anyone's heard about it um district b13 a french action movie. oh yeah i've heard of that one you have seen i have really? heard of it but i don't remember if i've seen it you know they remade it which i actually forgot till just now they remade it in america i think the rizza had something to do with it i think Maybe even Paul Walker or something. Yep, it was um, Paul Walker's last completed film called Brick Mansion. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, I saw that one, that. yeah. I mean, who cares? It's fine. But um, District Baytrez, um, E13, is uh, still fucking cool. And the reason I liked it so much is, like, I love parkour. Like, when I found out about parkour, I was like, holy shit, are you people seeing this right now? I remember, like, that was one of the first things I looked at on the internet when I had the internet, you know, like, YouTube and shit. And David Bell is the dude who really kind of, like, popularized the thing in a lot of ways. He was one of the originators. In, in I France. think I did see this movie. The synopsis is very familiar to me. And I do remember the part about the neutron bomb. You may have, then. Yeah, you may have. And yeah. A David Bell the is the star. You did saw this in theaters? I saw Brick Mansions in theaters. Oh. Oh man, did I never saw that one because I just knew because well, the David Bell's in it too, so he's he is in Brick Mansions. Okay, I didn't even think he would have been. I think I just ignored it on site because I was like, "Fuck that shit." David Bell's not it. Okay, I... maybe it's cool then. <laughs> but the reason District Vatrez is so cool is because David Bell's the star and he's the dude that like made parkour happen, and oh, he also had this cool um, like underground action vibe this rebels of paris kind of thing it was cheesy that came out in 06 and it was like in the future of 2013 and i was yeah. like okay that's too soon you guys there's, there's this giant wall built around um it just had a lot of cool parkour like live fucking parkour like no wires no cg crazy ass stunts that david bell was doing because he was the dude like i was watching videos i mean it's probably not impressive you know, but yeah, you know, he jumps, he's standing on like a rail and he jumps like a gap and lands on a rail, just pegs the landing. And he's, you know, doing height jumping and climbing shit and flipping. And I read like he never hurt himself because he only did shit he knew he could do. Like nice. and it said, like he was inspired by his dad, who was like in the military and shit. And so he was kind of really an OG of parkour. And I, man, I always was climbing on shit, but I just never had the fucking bravery to do that shit hmm. or the skill to be flipping. Could he run away from Jackie Chan? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think David Bell could get away from Jackie Chan. Yeah. I think he could get away. Yeah. It's kind of like now it's okay. It doesn't suck. It's really cool that parkour's taking off and everyone's doing that shit now. That's awesome. But I feel like, I don't know, people, David Bell was, uh, it was cool that he was there at the forefront, I guess, doing it before he, he didn't see the videos of other people doing this shit. I mean, he was doing this on his own, kind of, like, he was, him and others with him, his friend group, they were paving the way. And so now everyone just watches videos of it and does it themselves, which I'm not trying to undersell, that's fucking badass, too. Hmm. Anyways, because of all that shit with me loving parkour and David Bell, and this movie's pretty cool little action flick. It was fun. I mean, it's not bad. I liked it. It was good. It's good action play. And I think that's all I got to say about the movies. <laughs> okay. I tried to keep it short. I know I can just run my mouth and I'm like, I got to keep it. It's all right. It's all right. 
who else has to has to give their I think Arturo and and um, uh, Derek figure this out. <laughs> oh goodness. Do you have a top three, Derek? All right. Hello. The phone does. <laughs> my Hello, phone is no like one. I got forty five minutes to do my no thing. Yeah. <laughs> um no, yeah, I can I don't Shit, man, I, I don't think it's like definitive list for nothing. But I can name my favorite movies from 2004. Um, I, um, I'll go. Um, I mentioned one, Club Dread, uh, Broken Lizards Club Dread. I've seen that movie God knows how many times, and I had the poster on my wall up until a while ago. I don't know what happened to it. Took it down. Um, and uh, that was one in high school. One of my, me and my friends, we were all like in a group. We all love that movie so much. And um, in my yearbook. One of the guys quoted the movie, like in the senior shout outs, they called it, you know, to, sound, to send an inspirational message to all the seniors graduating, going into the world. And one of the guys put a bunch of Club Dread quotes on it. And oh, my God. Nice. So it's it's printed in the eternity, the eternal yearbook of, that I have. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I just love Club Dread, man. That was just a fun movie for me. And um, I still laugh so ma- at so many lines from that movie. And uh it's just a feel-good movie. Like they're in, it's just it's a good summer feel movie. If that makes sense, like they're on like a TV yeah. island. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, and yeah. Like beautiful weather, water. Yeah, everyone everyone looks pretty good. You know, this looks like a ideal summer. You know, yeah. Is, I think if you remember the, the beach stuff was really popular at that point in time too. So, um, I have good memories of that associated with it. If anything, but. Uh, yeah, so again, I, I'm recommending that one if anyone likes it. I uh, hope, hope anyone will we'll find that film. And, yep. I put um, it in my letterboxed. And then, let's see, uh, we talked about this in the, uh, still one of my favorite movies. That I, I, it's not the best movie, but it's one I, I've watched more often than anything else, I think, is uh, 2004's The Punisher. Ah. Um, yeah, I remember you brought it out. Yeah. That's a car chase, I think. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, very brief, but yeah. <laughs> but that was a little let down because he spent all that build up making that Pontiac and then it lasted like one scene, you know, and it was done for. It was but, like uh, the two minute chase, right? I remember and watching it. It was at least really a minute. At least a huh? minute. Because I was probably before. a minute or so, yeah. And because Harry came and time slowed down for me though, it's correct, maybe. I love that Harry Heck guy with the, uh, he was actually by Mark Colley, who's a um, country musician. He, he had albums put out back in the 80s and 90s, and he's, he's done some acting, but he played Harry Heck, the um, uh, musician uh, who was sent, remember the hitman who was sent to kill Frank? And he sings in that song, I'm going to play that at your funeral. And then, okay, no one's remembering, but yeah, that's, that's uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Well, it was Mark Colley. He was actually a real, a legit country musician with a lot of albums already out. So it was actually pretty cool that they, they got a real guy to play the hitman as opposed to getting someone and then trying to make you believe they're a singer. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I love The Punisher. That was one of my, another one of those um, came out right like the month or about six weeks before I graduated. And, and so, you know, at that point in your, in your senior year, you know, the last couple like the last semester is kind of a, a joke almost you know what i mean it's like you know you're kind of tying up any loose credits and then they put you in a bunch of fluff classes so it's a lot of lounging around you got a car you leave campus in second period you take a four period lunch and then come back at the end of the day you know what i mean it was really 
kind of I, I didn't I didn't get off that easy. <laughs> well, yeah, because you had that freaking electronic warding keyboard attached to your hip. You couldn't get. How could you leave campus? It weighed right. like fifty pounds. That's right. That's right. I'm joking. <laughs> But yeah, this is cool. I, I have good memories with the Punisher, and I, I still watch it, and I actually like it as a um, as a comic book film. But it, to me, it's a gritty action movie. And it, wasn't it, there another know, Punisher movie? It, this is not the only one, is it? There's three. Yeah. Okay. Who 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 was in the other ones? Dolph Lundgren was the first Punisher, and Dolph um, Lundgren. Eight, in '89, and he, yeah. he did good. He had a good one, but it was a very much a comic book movie. I think that um, might have been the one I saw. I mean, in terms of being over the top and very late 80s Marvel, you know, um, but uh, and then Ray Stevenson played him in the one that came out in 2008 uh, or nine Warzone, Punisher Warzone. Yeah, I don't think I saw I don't think I saw any of the new and I never even saw the Punisher, the Netflix Punisher. Yeah, I haven't, honestly I haven't watched that. I uh, heard so it's really good. But I've I heard that it. too. Um Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. I'm so I'm I'm content with mine. I'm, I'll probably end up seeing it someday. But like, I really loved in the 2004 Punisher. Um, I loved John Travolta as the villain, as Howard Saint. Um, okay. Yeah, you just choose the scenery, man. You can tell this guy's having a great time. He like he plays good bad guys. Yeah, he, he's pretty. He decent. plays either a good bad guy or a good hero. Like, just, yeah. yeah. I like, like Travolta, and that's what's great about those guys is that they're, there's like some of the best they can, and they may not have the, they don't have the Oscars, I guess, to prove it, but they're just freaking, they're, they're just so enjoyable as actors. They're audience favorites, you know, like Kurt Russell. You yep. know what I mean? Like, he's yep. one of those guys, he's never going to get an Oscar. They're never going to give him one of those. They, they look, they kinda, I love Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh, I do too. I'm, I, I'll watch yeah. anything Kurt Russell's in, I'll, and I'll, he's some of my favorite movies. Some of my favorite scenes and characters are Kurt Russell guys. Like or, once upon a time in Hollywood. Grab your respect. Stuntman yeah. Mike, yeah. I love oh, Stuntman yeah. Mike. He was yeah. just repeating what his wife said. It's so, it's so funny we're talking about Kurt Russell because my my video that I did a reaction to um oh jeez. Big trouble Big in trouble little China. China. Yeah, I had actually filmed that last year. I finally edited it and as soon as i uploaded it it got you know blocked immediately and it took 30 days for the block to go away so finally it was listed and it, it was it was listed listen to me. it was lifted and so it came, went, came out today but he's so funny and i mean he's so over the top and ridiculous oh yeah in that movie but i love him because he's just i've always liked him Jack he's Burton, so he's got he's air, he's got the arrogance and you know yeah. he uses... <laughs> he's one of the funniest scenes was when he goes in the end and they're like doing this battle and he has this gun and <laughs> he shoots up above him. Yeah. <laughs> he shoots the ceiling and and the stuff falls on top of him, knocks him out. So he's like out right <laughs> right <Yeah>. the battle. <laughs> I don't know, that was yeah. so funny to me. <laughs> Yeah, big oh trouble. Yeah. I've got to watch your review on that. I saw you posted that. That was oh, a great movie. And he's awesome in that. He is. He's he's so funny in there. I think I sent you my Blu-ray of that one, Sin, didn't I? I uh, yes, you did. Yeah. I, I liked him in a Death Proof with Tarantino. Yes. yes. He's good in Mike, everything. Man. I mean, is there anything he's never, never good in? I liked him right. in the thing. Yeah, I want to watch the thing again. That's some of these movies we've been talking about, and I'm like, oh, I can't. I want to move, right? 
the free streaming, especially for horror movies where the ads keep popping up or it freezes up or something, and like, no, I want to, I want to guarantee good experience for this movie, but like, I don't want a physical four dollars. Yeah, Joe <laughs> so Bob Briggs, yeah. man, he he wrote a great. Thing oh, about... I love Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, right. And did you like his 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 uh kind of commentary on why you should hang on to all your, you keep buying your movies? On I know, disc? right. I'm I'm hanging. I treasure the ones I have, and I'm trying. I'm slowly kind of building a Blu-ray collection. I, I know you linked that to me on Facebook. Was and I didn't. Um, <laughs> who's great? Wait, who's great? I think Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. But so yeah. is Joe Bob Briggs. We're not going to. Yeah, and, I, I love I love Joe Bob Briggs. Um, yeah. I used to watch him on you do the Monster Vision on TNT and stuff. Or See, whatever. I never knew about him until he came to Shutter. Yeah, he was he was good, man. He would always be like. Hey, this He's movie's so just fun. terrible. It's got 16 severed heads, 18 pairs yeah. of boobs. It's got 16 <laughs> yeah, yeah. bong hits. And, yeah, yeah, and you know, it's got one good. severed hand up someone's arsehole to boot. You know, he just, <laughs> it was just like... And he throws out all this trivia about that's what makes his show so much fun. He has, he's I just know Corey Michael's movie was trying to mimic his um, show. His style, yeah. When he did James and the Giant Peach review. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fun. He's really yeah, fun. He, it was his so new cool. season out on on Shutter right now. Yeah, his, I like uh, that they're Friday. still letting. He was in. I don't know if you knew this. Um, he actually had a role in Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, and um, his. He's been in different movies. I heard he was in. Was it Heat that he played in? Right. When you guys are telling me about that Casino. I thought okay. it was like an anime he mentioned too. Yeah, he's. Right? He was also yeah. in some stupid movie called Hogzilla, Probably. and they they pick on him about that. When they're talking about like different movies they want to recommend to watch, and, and the cast and the crew will be like, Hogzilla, Hogzilla. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, yeah, that was one of those like biker dads, movie, like Wild Hogs or something. I don't like, know, I but he was story. he was in it, and it was apparently pretty terrible. <laughs> but nothing that he's can really look his nuts. See, that's the thing is, he doesn't really feel like he's above this material, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's like he's obviously made a living embracing b-movie or mm -hmm. horror yep. genre farther down yep. the line of down farther down the alphabet movies not just b-movies but you know he, he's really embraced that stuff and he and i think he can kind of call it like it is but he also doesn't get to the point where he denies himself the enjoyability of them right and i think that that's what, what really makes him a great host is because he'll just he'll show just kind of any the lowest one time i was watching time runner with mark hamill and he goes yeah, Mark Hamill's official salary was 60 bucks and a six pack of beer. And, you know, <laughs> he didn't even get that. I don't think he's still in arbitration. And oh, it was just, gosh. Yeah, but, he, but then he'd say, but I, but I love this movie. I can't say anything about, you know, and you're just like, oh, it's so good. So I like those kind of guys. He's not, he's not pretentious. He's not a film snob. He's just about enjoying the, the medium, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the kind of guys I like. So. Uh, do you, do you subscribe to Shudder? Do you watch him on Shudder? Uh, no, no, I do not. No, I do not, have, I do not have a subscription to any streaming platform. No streaming platform. Okay. None. I just have my seventeen thousand discs that I'm. I know about. you really have a lot. What is your official tally? You know, I don't know anymore. I I remember counting my senior year of high school, and I had like the, and that was in two thousand four, and I, I had like seventeen hundred at that point. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And now. This is grown and grown and grown and grown. So I can only approximate, I don't know, 10,000 10, maybe. I don't know. Have you transported um, all of your movies? Uh, I'd say about two-thirds, three-quarters. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm realizing this, all the boxes I'm unpacking them. I'm like, oh, boxes. It's like half my 90% of my boxes, like movies. Oh, more movies, more movies, more movies. Oh, I know. Well, I guess who, who else? Or is uh, there... I still got, I got to do number two. I, I was just, I, I got Punisher was, I did Club Dread, did Punisher. And a third one for 2004. I'm going to go. Um, see, now he's true blank. I don't even know what the heck to pick. There's a lot of films. Yeah. How about I, how would I throw one for a big loop here? New York Minute. What's that? Let me know what you think when you, when you find out what that one is. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an Olsen twins movie. I actually saw that in theaters in my high school. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Jared Padalecki? Jared Padalecki's in this? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, oh my gosh. around the city and stuff. And, and Eugene they're older-ish in this one. They're not like young little babies in here. Like my age, teenage. Andy Richter? Was yeah, this? yeah. Mm -hmm. And Eugene Levy, oh remember him? Stiff, uh, um, let me see his. Oh yeah, Jim's yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. He's a he's Jim. a truancy officer chasing him down, trying to give him a citation for skipping school. And um, I mean, I really haven't I haven't seen thing. the film. And I'm being a total smartass. It's really not my favorite. Oh, okay, year, okay. But I, I, <laughs> I just had to pick something, and I remember seeing that in theaters, and uh, I think it was actually that I saw it on the first date I ever went on with with an actual living girl, a human being. With a living um, girl. <laughs> with a girl, you know. With So um, we saw New York Minute. I remember that. And uh, I don't know. I don't remember why I picked that one, but that was it. And uh, I watched it like five years ago, I think, on DVD. And I thought, yeah, it was okay. It was just, I mean, I could still watch it, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, lighthearted, silly. Yeah, it was just slap. Uh, and it really, it wasn't too bad because like, it was basically aimed at kind of that audience that had grown up with Mary-Kate and Ashley and were now turning into teenagers adults you know so they had to kind of adapt the humor to, to be more right. geared towards them so right. I, you know i can kind of put myself back in that mentality and, and and it's it's i don't know it's still watchable to me at least in that sense but uh yeah i've only seen it twice but actually in 2004 i i loved starsky and hutch i don't know if anyone oh, talked yeah. about that one yeah i did but... i mentioned that i brought that okay. one up that was a fun film Yes, it was. Um, I I love that movie. I thought it was actually really funny. To be honest, it was funny. It was there were several seasons. Like, but the, the original show it was based on was not comedic. No, there were comedic but elements to it, but it, it was it was they turned it into a comedy. But I felt like it was done pretty well. It was, you know, yeah. it was enjoyable. I liked the. I love. I love. Of course, you know, I. I love all the Torino scenes, right? And all the, the chewing the seventies cars, but right, and it hurts me. It hurts the bloopers when you watch like uh, the, the scene where Ben Stiller messed up the turn and, and smacked it right into the, the park cop car and just, just crut And he's just, and he's holding his head like, Oh my God, what did I just do? You can see he's like, Oh no. You know? And, and then when they show one scene, like on the golf course where the car does a jump and those are the ones see people get this idea from movies that cars can like make jumps and land and be just like totally just keep for one like you right. wouldn't lose control of the car but right. you know, they just yeah. keep on going but they actually showed the scenes where like the car lands and the whole frame of the car bends, so it, it kind of looks like almost like it's on its way to becoming an l 
you know, and you see, and they do that. And you're just like, and of course, being the car guy, I'm just like, oh, sh- oh no, that hurts. And then knowing how rare those Torinos are to begin with now, you know, it's just like, oh, it's like watching Dukes of Hazard, you know? They, oh yeah. All that car jumping. Yeah. They died for a, a good cause, since, I guess. It's but... been a while since I've seen the movie, but I just, I enjoyed it and I've watched it several times. Yeah. I, I liked it. I love, uh, and Vince Vaughn did a good villain. I mean, he does good villains too. Remember? Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, and, yep. um. I love Owen Wilson, where they really didn't have many scenes together. But I was like, I always laughed at that scene when they're on that double date with Carmen Electra and Amy Smart. You remember that? And uh, I, okay, all right, I forgot Amy Smart that was one of the girls in there. Yeah, and, and he's like, he, he's talking. You know, they're talking. Owen Wilson's like, "Hey, which one are you into?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I'm kind of partial to blondes." And Owen Wilson's like, "Good, because I'll take anything." You know, like, <laughs> that's Owen Wilson right there, man. And that's I love Owen Wilson. So anyway, I like that movie. It was just really fun. I thought it was a very, I liked that they were able to replicate, you know, they got a good feel of the 70s, you know, they got uh, just all around. I, it's enjoyable, good, and I liked it, man. So. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. I got to get Arturo to watch it. I think he would like it. For sure. Arturo, I think you'll like it. Hopefully you'll come yeah. away liking uh, Ford Torino's too, but if not, <laughs> you maybe like the movie. Arturo's not super into cars, so. Okay. Me neither. I'm not really. I don't know. Anytime someone like you said, oh, it's, it's a Cadillac or it's a Ford or it's a what? I don't know. As long as it's a drive, you have to say it's a truck or it's a car or it's a SUV. I only know shapes. I don't know makes. You know brands. It sounds like a couple brands at least. So that's. I might maybe a couple. Maybe if I had one, something <laughs> a friend did. But yeah, I I don't know anything about cars. Well, speaking of the new Top Gun, I've heard it's better than the original. I ended up buying a ticket to go see it. So, I'm not, I'm not, I don't. Th- I never saw the first. So I don't think I'm going to watch. I'm not movie. crazy about the first one, to be honest. It's it's you okay. Oh, Stan, <laughs> what do you? Is this going to be one of those things that you say that like Superman wasn't a good movie, and we're like, and what? Oh, are we going to have to get in a fight over that? <laughs> oh no, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean Top Gun. It's all right. I'm just not, I, it was so overhyped, I felt, and, and it also feels a, a little bit juvenile. It doesn't really feel like it has a lot of depth to it. I know it tries, um, but I heard that this one's even better, and it's it's definitely more, it's got more, I don't know, meat to it. So it's got Jennifer Connelly in it. I like her. So Did you see what I she wore to one of the premieres? Oh, my God. She what? Did you see what she was wearing to, like, one of the premieres the other day? No, I'll have to find the picture, man. It was just, oh, dude, it was. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not by any means a female fashion expert, but it looked like, I don't know what the hell it was like when Lady Gaga wore the meat dress, and you're just like, what the oh, hell are you thinking? No, was Jennifer it that Connelly? bad? Jennifer Connelly, was it that bad? It, it looked pretty goofy. I'll have to show it to you. Not, not like a meat dress. Obviously, that's like the the. Wait, I'm looking this up. On there, but I love like it. Really so, goofy. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it and send it to you, Sam, because I'm. I don't know. Okay. Which, they've been posting like premieres all over like the japanese premiere the china you know all it's going all over the place you know tom cruise came in the helicopter is the gold dress which one a gold dress Uh, i see a picture for a gold dress Uh, i'd have to dig it let me go find it it doesn't i'll find it i'll find it and show you one it was just like oh my god jennifer why did you wear that but she's standing with um she's so standing with um and I, it, she's like someone who has gotten more 
attractive as she got older. Oh yeah, so she's I, the other person. I, I, oh yeah, she's, she's the two really ladies that I mentioned that that age well. She's the other one that aged really well. She is she's so pretty. She is yeah. a top three. She's gotten very thin too. She's gotten very a lot leaner as she's gotten older too, which isn't a bad thing. It's good, but I'm just saying I, I've noticed that kind of stood out because you look at her. Yeah, it reminds me of Dolly Parton when she was younger and she looked the more she, round face. Yeah, yeah, a little, little yeah. bit of pudge and stuff. And then you look at her now as she gets older and she's like actually. And usually like, people go the other way, you know. So it's, it's it's interesting to see that. Yeah, no, she she's definitely much more much thinner than she was in her earlier years. Not that she was even heavy. She never was no, heavy. No, not at all. Not but at all. she's definitely leaned out more. I, I gotta say something. I don't I don't know how to express this, but like chicks like Jennifer Connelly, some about it, they look smart to me. I don't know what it, it maybe this is prejudiced, like in a weird way. But I just I don't know what the word would be. Not prejudiced, but biased or something. Um, because I think she's pretty. But, what but, is it about her that makes you like makes you it, feel that way? Is it? I guess I'm just throwing that out there. It's like, does anyone else think like she just looks more intelligent than like I don't know? I maybe. don't think it's prejudice or sexist or anything. Because I mean, you look dumb. So and that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put black sunglasses on any woman. She looks smart, right? Is it? I, is I think is it the kind of bias that I have? Is well, it the I, movie she's been in? Maybe. I don't know. That's what that's what I'm thing is like. Is it is it just a photo? Would a photo do it, or is it? You know how they say humans like you, you, ten seconds of seeing someone move around or act, you get you get like a subconscious sense of them or something. Well, is it her? Is it her hair? I don't know. Maybe it's just the way she like, looks. Like she's not blonde, so she doesn't seem like a dumb blonde. That sort of thing. I just wonder. Maybe it's something that. Yeah. Maybe it's hard to say. It's not just a photo. Maybe well, you have to. Uh, assumes kind of how they act. Maybe it's the way she carries herself. Yeah, like she's that, in interviews kind of and stuff. She's not, she doesn't act like an idiot, you know, yeah. like she well, acts very honest, People yeah. that I notice that act really radical or just silly look pretty ugly. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, but, but people that are not like like that. She's very mature. Pretty. Yeah, maybe yeah. Like that. She just That's why you've never seen me on count. It's a great, it's a gracefulness. <laughs> or something. Y'all. It's a gracefulness, you know, a maturity, a self-assuredness. Yeah. Like, it's it's like like elegance, like a care, way they carry themselves, you know, and, and yeah. you, you, you get a vibe and it's I guess more you can say ladylike yeah. like if you want. Um, it, I understand that. Like you can sometimes see women just think she looks like she's pretty smart. And then right. she says something like the Titanic was her favorite movie. And I thought, oh, shit, I was wrong. Oh, geez. She, I know, right? Yeah. If she opened her mouth and said something like that, I'd start the question. I'm going to. I'll stop. <laughs> Aside, I can talk about Jennifer Conway well. I think he's just blinded by that Requiem for a Dream scene that he lo- that he was uh, oh, gushing that's over. Right. That's right. I love that that's scene. Right. That movie, though, was too much. I watched it yeah. once and was like, I'm. I'm it's a good film, yeah, but it's I'm not, not gonna... a rewatch. Type, you know, like I had a couple of friends who were like hardcore meddlers, like long hair, leather jackets, everything. Just put that movie on, mm-hmm. turned lights off. When I turned the lights back on, they were like sunk into the sofa, like traumatized. Oh no, uh uh-uh. yeah. that movie she was in. It, it was a movie you've never yeah. seen. It's, it's apparently a very disturbing film. She plays that like a movie. drug addict. Uh yeah, yeah. and I think characters. Jared Leto was in it with her Jared too. Leto. That's probably my favorite 
Jared Leto. I don't really like Jared Leto, but that's a movie I think like okay, oh, I think I liked him in that movie. I used to like him growing up. Like I remember he was an urban legend when I was a kid and I thought it was a cool oh, yeah, movie. That's and right. I, I thought he was in that. And I liked him. And then as he got older, I felt like he got really like he got that whole pretentious Jesus vibe thing going on and then all the hipsters started praising him and it was just like oh now he's become really trendy to like and then oh. you know he's on he's morbius now and i don't know how he did that i don't because, think that was his best work well he morbius. and it, I, don't, I think you know you can't have this guy who's on set saying i need vegan blood to drink you know it was just really <laughs> weird it just yeah. tr- didn't work out with you, the role you always be like mr blonde to me and maybe not mr blonde but what are they in fight club mr blonde yeah dude. Oh, That's he was right. in Fight Club? Yeah. He I was in a bunch of small roles back in the late 90s, role. man. In that was the first thing movie. I saw him in, and it stuck. And then for every, ever since then, he was that blonde dude from Fight Club. You know what? The first time you yeah. see someone, that sticks with you. And yeah. I and think he the first thing in that movie, though, he did good in that Fight Club as well. I think the first thing I ever noticed him in was Panic Room. Yeah, yeah. we had the cornrow things and everything. Cornrows, yeah. yeah. I thought he was really good in that Denzel Washington movie from a couple, like a year or so ago. The little I things. Th- yeah, I thought he did good in that. Yeah, that movie kind of shocked me. That was that was a that was one that I didn't see coming. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I a lot of people were were upset with it. I think they went in expecting something. Yeah. And, oh shit. And, what? Sorry, I find the dress. The gold oh. dress. Is, is it oh, the, the gold other... dress? No. Okay. It's like blocky and looks kind of. Wait. There you go. The it's it's in the private. Just... Okay. In the private chat. Cool. Okay. 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 All right. I'm open um, it up. Go look at it. Oh. Oh. What? Uh, that looks like photoshopped. It's not bad. I was expecting worse. You know. No. But you're not non-biased, you Colin? Colin. So we're gonna have to consult. Uh... <laughs> Colin, did you click on the link? It it looks like some weird like vest, black vest she's wearing over like a weird kimono thing. I don't know. It doesn't even it? look like a kimono. No, that's like terrible. Kimono. I don't know what to call it. Like No, that's that's pretty bad. You wouldn't wear that Santa? Uh, no, well, I, I absolutely it. wouldn't wear it. I'd wear the gold dress, but I wouldn't wear this thing. It's it's not it doesn't make her look sexy, but I would like if I was standing there, I probably would just stare at like the pictures and like, oh that's pretty. You know, yeah. It, I don't know if you were asking like, me, do you do you like my dress? Sure, yeah, looks great. It just I'm, looks like a garbage like bag. The Does she still look smart? The black vest, <laughs> dude. She looks a little dumber in that. <laughs> but the like the black thing is so uh, weird. That looks yeah, that's nice. That does look photoshopped. That thing on top. I think it. That must be like the way it's over her arm. There, see the way it's over her arm. Like that, no, that's Photoshop. You know I mean, what? Even Photoshop. if it weren't for the black dress, it's still, I mean, the black thing on top, it's still terrible. The sleeves? Yeah, it's weird. That, that's clearly Photoshopped. That, there's no way that's not Photoshopped. I don't know. I can't tell. Honestly, I can't tell, but it looks terrible. I like Sorry, it. I had to indulge my cattiness and, and remark on the dress, and everyone <laughs> had to seek it out and see it. And, um, <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Just to remind, we all with 20 minutes to go, quickly. should we quickly get yeah. on the TV? Yeah, yeah let's do it quickly cuz I'm going to get in trouble if I don't do this drug study stuff. Let's see Heiss. Oh yeah, Never someone mentioned it. that in the chat. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. I actually 
uh, like that. I, I, I don't think I watched it all, all the way to the end, but um, what's his name? What's his name? The actor. Of how? Hugh Lori. I loved his attitude in there. His snarky ass attitude. And I think it was one of the very first episodes or the first or second one, Archer, we were watching this at Buddy and Deanna's house and Teresa was watching it and he, he was asking this person like he just, like his, he would ask these random stupid random questions. They seemed to be really random and this guy was coming to him for a problem and he just like out of the blue, he was like, does your penis hurt? <laughs> it, was just, uh-huh. it was just so random and crazy and Teresa of course completely lost it and you know what that means. That means a bathroom trip. <laughs> but that's one uh, of the things I remember about House. Yeah. Deadwood. Good show. Deadwood. Have you guys seen Deadwood? No, no I'm, that's the one I feel like I'm sleeping on. That's um, a really good show. Yeah. And they actually wrapped it up with a that. with a closing sort of a closing movie from like it just it came, came out, out 2019. Yeah. yeah. That well, that show was pretty solid. It did end abruptly after the third season. But that's just because they shut it down. I guess it got too expensive. They shut it down and they kept promising a movie for years. And then, speaking of Deadwood, I was going through some old pictures of mine to try to organize my pictures. And I came across some uh, pictures that my brother Timothy took from the set of Deadwood because he had cool. gone there, um, cool. met some of the people there. Yeah. So that was kind of, oh, brings back memories. Okay. So what's another one? Uh, we have Alien versus Predator on Senate Big Screen. And to catch a predator on the small screen. Oh, oh that's the, the catch thing a with predator, that's um, show. I've seen all the jokes. I've, Chris Hansen, right? Chris yeah. Hansen. Oh my gosh, I've seen that you reference know, and made fun of I, probably more than I've seen. I that. never, I never heard of that guy until my friend jumped on one of my uh, live streams and he just started talking about Chris Hansen. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yep, Chris Hansen. Yeah, I've never, yeah. No, I've never watched the show, but he he did it. He got on Opie and Anthony with Patrice one time and Chris Hansen. They were asking them stuff, and he was talking about his. Yeah, what I remember. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um, Battlestar Galactica. That was going to mention that. No. One. <clears throat> do you guys do you watch Battlestar? Not the one with Edward James almost that yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. It's <gasps> so good. Uh, that's a famous office line. Does Boy, it stay good? It's a good yeah. show. I think it ends well. Really? The end is kind of iffy, but yeah. Maybe the very, very ending could be better, but the last I think the last season's pretty good. Like I don't think it really drops off or has a bad ending. Um mm. yeah, I guess you know, I do think I remember reading now that if people didn't like the ending, and maybe the more I think of it, yeah, maybe could have been because I thought I had heard some stuff about the way it ended. That's why I was asking if it dropped off or if it stayed good. Um, I think it was pretty consistent. I think it's worth watching for sure. I don't think the ending, it's not like Game of Thrones where you're like, that was it. Yeah. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe I, it didn't bother me as much, but I liked the ride at least. I How many seasons worth, was it? Five, right? Five, six. Feels like it was five. Something like that. Okay. I think it's worth it. I think it, it's, it, it. yeah, it doesn't really have a lot of slowness. It, it's pretty good. I think it's good. Four Maybe. seasons. Bleach started this Four year. Seasons. I never, I don't think I ever saw that one. Bleach is is that that anime is that's the one that old. went on for quite a while. That that's one, the one that, that Gene Simmons' son 
took stole stuff from. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, boss is home for imaginary friends. No, I yeah. that one. Paranoia agent. Oh no, wow! There's some we got to talk about like the most famous show ever, right? Lost. Yeah. Did you watch Lost? I watched one episode and oh. was completely not interested. And I'm glad I didn't because by the way it ended, I would have been so pissed, Colin. Fair enough because it I would have been pissed. and it was kind of famous for that. And I remember mm -hmm. how I read in an interview with George R. R. Martin during, you know, like the, the midst of Game of Thrones being the best show ever. And he's like, listen, I know Lost sucked. I was a big fan of Lost. We're not going to do that with Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones is going to be a good ending. And I was like, thank you. And it, it hurt even more because, like, he knew Lost was the show before Game of Thrones that if, if Lost had nailed the ending, it had yeah. stopped the landing, it yeah. would be... I still think it, it was the show that me and, like, my friends, like, every week were like, can you believe that happened? Oh, shit, what does that mean? Like, you know, that kind but of then like, I heard there were so many unanswered questions. And that's just like, that's really frustrating. By the end, yeah. By the end of the show, by season six, it was a frustrating. It strung you along for all those years. See, that's that's why but, I'm glad I never watched it. But trust me, though, it was fun. Dude. I never had I know so it was much big. Fun. I remember. Yeah. I remember I never, being really big. It was like a highlight of, you know, the week and talking about it really felt like, uh, especially the first two seasons, it really slightly started to dip after that to the point where, you know, it kind of picked up a little in five and then six just kind of sucked. But mm -hmm. like the first two seasons, I could almost recommend actually six did have some culture. Anyways, it really seemed like they were going to nail the land. It got really cool at the end, actually, now I'm thinking about it. And it really picked up there and at the end. And then it really, the final couple episodes. Anyways, Lost was fucking phenomenal. And, and it was one of my favorite shows ever. And it had the Game of Thrones problem that the ending did yeah. not. Did yeah. not it, yeah. They didn't know what to do with it. it. It almost feels like, honestly, it feels like they made things up as they went along. They swear they yeah. didn't, but it really sounds oh. like that to me. They did. Yeah, yeah, they did because they didn't answer shit, or shit just didn't matter. Or right, exactly. And it yeah. was that is why you always want to write and prepare. Oh, we lost Derek. He never finished his top three. Oh, we we jumped. We jumped. Yeah, did. we jumped too quick. Did he not? No. Oh well. He'll come okay. back. He'll come back. Um, real quick, um, Danny Phantom, Justice League Unlimited. Um, Simon, did you watch Lost, Simon? Uh, Lost was the first show I saw in America on American TV, and it confused the hell out of me. Not because <laughs> of the show, it was because I didn't know where the show ended and the commercials began, because they were so fucking frequent. Yeah, it sucks. Right. I, mean, I, just, I would wait and watch that. No, actually, I did watch a lot sometimes, I think. But no, I think if Hulu was available, I would wait for Hulu, because commercials suck, dude. Um, I don't put up with them anymore. Then there's Dog, the Bounty Hunter. And oh, that was a fun show, actually. Like that, I used to watch that. Snap. Snap. I like Snapped. That's a good. That's a good uh, documentary, crime documentary show that focuses on evil women, basically. Samurai Seven. What do you mean, evil women? Aren't all women evil? Uh, <laughs> a lot of us are. Yeah. How evil? Uh. The Batman. Uh, the Batman. 
Yeah, the the cartoon animated one. The which? The one where they made about um. Alucard. Dracula. Yeah. Okay. The the Batman oh, that looks kind of Asian, right? The way they yeah. drew him, almost anime-ish type. Okay. Yeah. Drake and Josh, Camp Lazaro. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of franchises that started this year. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even look at the TV list at all. Um. Well, the Apprentice. If Derek comes back on. Oh, The, the Apprentice. apprentice. Oh, yeah. I never watched. That you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. That's um, what I said to you the other day, Arturo. You're fired. Oh, Kingdom uh, Hospital. What's that? Kingdom Hospital. Have you heard of it, Colin? I don't remember I don't that. No. I, I don't that, know. Oh, was that the comedy? I maybe did. Maybe it's uh, like a fantasy horror Stephen King kind of thing. Yeah, I'm looking that up. I almost feel like No, okay, no, I haven't seen it. I don't think I have. Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> no, it's sound very hopeful <laughs> no it's like i just had a lot going on in my life right then and didn't really sort of really connect any tv right then actually like i have heard of it but i don't think i ever watched it um kingdom hospital okay well who who would finish their top three or four of movies i th i thought all of us have gone except except you and like and you Derek, said Derek, come back. He might have had to go because he's got stuff going on at the house. Uh, okay. Um, I'll ask him. I'll message him on Facebook and ask him what was he's his. He's got to finish. We can't <laughs> end it until he finishes. Oh, we have to, Arturo. I got to yeah. do my stuff. It's almost 12. Just a few minutes. No. Yeah. And um, I have to do it before 12. I'll get in trouble. Um, honorable mentions, I guess. The Grudge, Spider Man. King Arthur and Harry Potter. Harry Potter. So, <laughs> what? No, Pit My Ride. I'm just looking through the TV stuff still. So. <laughs> I watched Pit My Ride. Yeah, that was. Um, now, number three would be The Born Supremacy. Number two, Collateral. And number one, Cellular. Cellular's your number one. Yeah. Okay, that's a process. I, I had more. I, I think I had a lot more fun with it. I don't know. Yeah, something about it. It was it was a good blend of comedy. I mean, I'm not saying like you know, they, the, like I said before, the list can change. Yeah, I yeah. Like lateral. Yeah. I feel like all these other movies. Just for now, cellular. I don't know. It was fun. Okay. And all right. Well, I feel like I need yeah. to dip out, y'all. Very. Unfortunately, right. it's been a lot of fun. I'm glad it I has, and it for... it was a long time in between. But you know, this is what maybe longer now. in between for 2005. We'll see, hopefully not. <laughs> we need to hit the round grunt. Oh, hit the round grunting. Oh, <laughs> hit the ground running or hit the round. <laughs> I mean, we need to hit the ground running. Watching just some 2005 films, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Arturo. Okay, yeah, definitely. John, that one. <laughs> You still alive, baby? Uh, <laughs> pow, 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 pow. Mom, I almost just shot you just now. <laughs> I'll try to find a, something to recommend and, and throw a, something on, on Discord for you. Okay. I know you yeah. probably got a lot, but... 
I need to refresh my memory. I need to refresh my memory. But yeah, um, you got a? Did you you join the server with your new? I did a new one now. Whatever I'm in, you've been typing as is. I just always do the same name. But Colin Pass. Okay. <laughs> I think my new one doesn't have my middle initial. My last. Okay. One. Bye, uh, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. It's been fun, fun, fun chatting. Okay. Well, I'll create another group chat with with you, me, and Simon. Okay, cool. And, and or you could just cool. also you could throw up those recommendations in the chat in Discord too, you know, like the movie okay. chat or whatever. So yeah, cool. yeah, I'll, I'll look and I, I got to say too, 2006 is like maybe my all time favorite year, so I'm looking forward to doing it. Getting okay, I look. Will I delete? Your... Sorry, will I delete Colin G pass from the server? No. So there's no confusion. The oh, okay. old ones, yeah, the old ones, because he oh, had like Colin three G. of them in there. Colin G pass is my old yeah. one. Just, so, yeah, yeah right. the old I'll ones. That one. Okay. Cool. Again. Okay. Again. <laughs> Colin, Gosh. write down your password. <laughs> okay. I know. I. Uh.